6 down the line. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. We are once again continuing with episode 19 of our Mega Dungeon Crawl of the Halls of Ardenvul by Richard Barton using the old school essential system by Gavin Norman. I am the referee for the game. My name is John, and going around the horn, we have our players starting with. I'm Mike. I play Goran Blackhood, the dwarf of dismal despair. Unfortunately, David will not be with us tonight. He is dead to us. Uh, he usually plays Onward the Illusionist. We will not have his crazy insights and anarchy tonight. <laughs> Maybe we'll live. <laughs> uh, my name is Matt. I play uh, Avaricios, the, the left hand of Lysion, the light of loot. I'll get this out of here. You, you listen. I will get you out. The light of loot. Hi everybody, I'm Ted. I'm playing Mort the Goblin for the moment. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, maybe we can get back to the Chapa and get out of here, yeah. but I don't know. Yes, I am also playing four NPCs at the same time. We'll see how that goes. Uh, so yeah, You're free to give us some, John. You can you can <laughs> give me give me Yoast. They will they will they will be there should bad things happen. Maybe. Um, so. <laughs> It is the 8th of Ligarius. It's around 2.30 uh, p.m.-ish. A massive sea change in the entire campaign as they walked into a... Walked from the Hall of Shrines through a, uh, a broken-down corner of one of the shrines and opened up into a full-on futuristic containment chamber of some sort in the science fiction vein. They are in a huge, white, octagonal, plas-steel room with 13 uh, containment units in various states of either functioning or not functioning or broken um, that are dotted around the sides of this chamber, in the middle of which there is a pool of yellow liquid that is feeding via tubes into those units and then draining into the floor. Uh, next to that pool is a control console of some sort that is uh, got glyphs and buttons that are complete gibberish to everyone at the moment. Um, they have yet to actually investigate the contents of any of the closed units, um, but they instead they wanted to take a look at the exits out of the room, of which there are three, one going to the <laughs> north, one to the east, and one to the south. They checked out this other one first, discovering that at the end of a short hallway, there is actually a uh, crevasse that went down 50 feet. Spotting down there at first, they saw that there were some two-foot-tall white mushrooms scattered amidst a pile of bones and skeletons of beings, the likes of which they have never seen before. Also the glint of uh, strange and wondrous artifacts that seem to be akin to the same sort of technology that is on display in the room above. Um, unfortunately, they were not able to assess exactly what was down there because a <laughs> giant metal ball with numerous uh, sensor orbs dotting its, uh, its round body levitated up level levitated up about 20 feet and then a hatch opened up at the top and a gigantic cannon came out of the top and then out of the sides ratcheted two firing weapons as well that uh radiated um straight line laser beams red on two heads one from each uh one from each of the arms and we're going to randomly determine who is going to get spotted by that um so that is the situation we let it left it right there. They're all staring over the edge of this crevasse and this thing just levitated up. Um, and 
first thing I wanted to do was a quick status check. Um, what is everyone's HP? Just yell them out. Uh, I am at eight. I am at eight of 16. Okay. I'm at two of four. <laughs> so we're about the same then. Uh, <laughs> Half dead. Uh, I, I am at uh, six of nine. Six of nine. Okay, so everyone's a little Ooh, bit that's hurt. A, that's a Star Trek guy, isn't it? Yeah. All, all of the NPCs are in um, pretty bad shape as well, except for Yost. Um, Yost is uh, he's he's hurt a little bit, mostly just from the from being in prison for a little while. But he was the least he was in prison for the least amount of time, so he's not. He's very healthy. Yes, he's very. He healthy. eats well and exercises. He also has one of the um, the lowest ACs though, because he disdains Ama. Um. Okay, so. Da, da, da. So are we a sort of all equally piled up to the edge of the crevasse? Yeah, basically, yeah. So everyone's all sort right. of like at the, at the edge there, and they're looking out over. Um, this thing rises up. Um... Oh, and, and John, before you get too much further, um, you said the crevasse is 50 feet deep, but we don't really have a sense of the space it's in otherwise. Um, oh yeah, like how yeah. far across? Would it be? Quite briefly uh, last week, but um... yeah, give me one moment. Okay, so I just okay. want to clear up the so the crevasse itself is 50, 50 feet deep, right? Yes. The the what's illuminating the bottom of it that you can see is actually the illumination coming off of these two foot tall kind of whitish mushrooms, right? That sort of illuminate right. down there. Plus, your lantern light goes down as well. The ball um, has risen up thirty feet, and you can see it sort of struggling to try to get higher. And then almost in a sort of like a, a frustration is when it sort of opened up its weapons um, and is going to fire upon you. Uh, so the dimensions of the crevasse are um, uh, roughly one, two, three, four, five, six-ish. It's roughly about 60 feet across by 40 feet, 60 feet east to west, 40 feet north to south the lip of this crevasse, but the crevasse then slopes inward to form the bottom. So the bottom where everything is, uh, is a much smaller area. It's only about like 30-ish by 20-ish. Do you know what I mean? Uh, no. It like tapers, tapers down. Like it, it tapers down, that's correct. Yeah, so it goes down and in the middle of that area then is this um, kind of smaller floor. Like that, like it, like in the center. Like you're looking at a bowl from the top, so the yeah. side, so the bottom is smaller yeah. than the top. Oh, you, what I you see. Ju- what you just drew was the lip, which was basically correct. But then in the center of that is, is the actual base, fifty feet down, which is a smaller area because it's it slopes. John? So something like correct. You got it. There you go. Like that. Mm-hmm. You got it. With John, with you... sloping sides. Exactto if you could okay. if you could please do the contour lines like one ring for every <laughs> 10 feet that would be great okay um, uh, so John you describe this as as giant how big is this murder ball how big is it um it yeah. is it's not it's not huge so if you think of the I mean, um, it might be the last thing I see so I want to... <laughs> it's 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 pretty big it's about five feet in diameter wow. so okay. if you think of like the interrogation droid in in New hope in Star Wars uh-huh. right that kind of comes into Leia's cell it obviously sort of has that menacing sort of vibe and the levitating thing and the weapons and everything, but that, that was a much smaller thing than this. This is actually five feet wide, right? So it's a, okay. you know, it's like I'm, a man-sized fear. You know? Like those 
like the drones in Oblivion. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I am also experiencing a man-sized fear. Mm. So, um, it has um, four eight-inch diameter oval sensors that dot the sides of the robot at seemingly at um, random places. Um, yeah, and then it has this gigantic like Gauss gun on coming out of the uh, out of the top. And then two laser things on the side. So, um, as I said last session, I don't, I don't know what a cannon is. Do you, is this some sort of high tech crossbow, maybe? Or yeah, that's the way that you guys would obviously see it. But for the, I was saying this last episode for the ease of not having to like, you know, explain things in your terms. I'm just going to go with the typical <laughs> sci-fi stuff. So, um, yeah, it, it is so comforting to know that our guys have no idea just exactly how. No. No, but you but you know danger when you see it, and you, you, you know that thing right. is not shooting you the friendly hello greeting with that red dot. It's, it's like an armored beholder. How's that? Why don't we call it? Which is horrible. Uh, That's an awful thing. Terrible thing awful. to think about. That's worse. That's worse. Uh, what are you doing? Right. Don't give him ideas. Okay, so it rises up, and it goes chink, and, and these red beams basically uh, go upwards. Um, right. I want. At which point? We fail the morale check and we run away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I need want someone Unweir to, to try and talk to it. I need someone to roll me a um, a uh, D8, please. And who's rolling? I got it. I got it. Oh, well, D8. This, yeah. this is the guys. If we lose six. initiative. Uh, six. Okay. And roll, oh, one, one, roll, roll it one more time. For your... It's a D8 initiative, dude. Hey, Ted. This is, who, this is who of them are numbered. One. Shot. Okay. So, so the dot boys, the red dots, one goes right on Avaricios's forehead. No, <laughs> the other one goes on Anaximander. Oh no, you yeah. can't kill our old, our old dude. <laughs> so the old um, dude that got us in all the trouble in the first place. I'm very all right. Now, not it. Doesn't now, he understand the I need rules some, of not I need it. someone to roll initiative. Who's rolling? I think Matt should roll it since I've his life is in balance. My own doom. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I mean, come on. I'm Roll high, dude. And okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh that's a six. Oh, yes. Six. Nice. All right. Let's see what I got. Now John will promptly roll a six. Go, <laughs> yes. John, go. Oh, oh my god, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I did. You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, ever since. You know. More player deaths oh. are caused by failed initiative rolls than anything else. I'm <laughs> not. Uh, Roll again. Okay. Okay. I got this. Vision, this is me. <laughs> are you there? Let's find out. No, maybe no, he's not there. You son of a... <laughs> oh, that's a two. That's oh, not a bitch. No. I'm calling shenanigans. Oh. That's shenanigans. All right. There's no way. Okay. okay, so everybody listening, the GM just won initiative. Yes. Twice. Twice. This is not good. An X Commander. Right. Uh, an X Commander has an AC of 10. If that. Uh, and is hit. Oh. <laughs> and Everisios, you have an AC of what? Uh, let me see here. My AC is 16. It's That's good he, armor. He hits anyways. I rolled a 19 on the die. Oh, that's going to hurt. Yep. That's going to leave a mark. That's going to leave a mark. Maybe the gun's not loaded after the all these commander years. commander is going to take four hit points of damage and Evarisios. Expire. You're going to take 
uh, nine hit points of damage. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. That's okay. I had six. That takes me to negative three. Okay, oh, death and dismemberment for a headshot, man. That's uh, a death and dismemberment for like a laser blast. That's like that can't be good. <laughs> First of all, okay, that's um, it goes on your foreheads, and you guys both of both you and Anaximander, you're like your eyes cross and kind of look up at like what you know up at your forehead. Anaximander, you you just hear like a like a real quiet like like that, and you just see smoke come out the back of his head, and he just gone down. No. He just drops. So, uh, uh, Samantha and Yost both scream as they sort of stand back from from his dead body. Avaricios as well. The same thing happens to you. Um, what? Um, uh, so, how far in the negatives did you go? Three. Three. Okay. Uh, yeah. I need you to roll me a d12 now. and a d6 separately. Okay. Uh, here comes the d12. Uh, that's a three. Okay. I think that's good. Uh, it's got to be good. And so the a D, a D6. Okay, here we go. A five? A five. Okay, so you were hit in the head appropriately enough. Well, you probably shouldn't even have rolled for that. Um, and you've got a six. Okay. All right, so it's not that bad. You're, you're, you're out. Um, <laughs> it, it sounds pretty bad. Yeah, you're, I'm gonna I mean, have to you. you're not dead. Oh, pretty you're bad. not dead. Uh, so you're, you're out, but you are concussed for... Um, um, let's see, that would be six days. The rest of my life, six days. All right, so we're going to say basically it like it did struck a glancing blow. Like you were you were aware that it was dangerous, so you tried to scramble back, and it just sort of like, and just like shot right by your head and just basically knocked you out and cracked the ground out. Um, well, that, that was my plan to drop to the ground, so he just helped me out. <laughs> okay. Um, that was well, the rest of us back the hell up, John. Okay, yeah, it's done. So, um, you you back up. Everyone backs up. I presume yeah, that if we if we drop prone, does it have eye up? Does it have a line of sight on us? No. Well, it, okay. so you said it could raise up about twenty feet. So it's, it's thirty it's up, feet below us. No, it's up thirty feet. So it's twenty feet below. It's up us. thirty feet. So it's twenty feet below us. Mm-hmm. So we just need to move probably ten feet is all, and we're totally out of its line of sight, right? Yeah, you can just back away. So everyone backs away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I grab? Can I grab? Um, Avaricios as I as I go. Yep. You pull them back. Yeah. We pull the pull the bodies back as you us. as you kind of hit the deck and you're like, what the fuck? And you and you pull back. You can hear first of all over the lip. You can see, um, uh, visually you can see like muzzle flash, like you know, like like radiating in the thing, and you hear like a, and you can see like chips of stone being like, like kind of fly up over the edge, right. Um, right, right, and then right. you just hear like a, mm. and then silence. Um, actually, what you do see is you see like um, crisscrossing two dual red laser beams, sort of like like scanning around and not finding anything, and then you just hear like a, and they they disappear. And Axamander has is is basically on the ground at the lip. The rest of you guys have kind of pulled back, and his body is just there, and you just see like rising from a. a pinpoint hole in his head is just like a little wisp of smoke. Ugh. There was good there were good uh, spells in there. Yeah, there were really was good that? spells in there. John did warn us. He said if an axe manor takes any damage, that's it. He's done. He's not even yep, rolling as he hit points and stuff. So um well so the question I mean 
we're not going to take out this robot right this second. Um, no, nah, dude. We need missile weapons and tower shields. <laughs> I'm thinking we need a large boulder. We roll down that slope right at him. <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, there are other corridors to check out. And um, we've got to patch up Avaricius a little bit and see if we can yeah. get uh, resting comfortably. Perhaps we should put him in one of the uh, capsules. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they could be healing uh, chambers of some kind. Uh, we could just dip them in the goo in the center. Yep. So yep. do you, well, have, no, do you have the means to raise uh, Everisios to consciousness? If you do not, Everisios can take control of an NPC. We have... Yeah, we're, we're we, found it. we never found a healing potion of any sort. No, we did find a healing potion. I'm trying to uh, find my notes where we got it. it, it we got it a while that, ago. Uh, I wasn't it in the hallway with the moving um, tile images on either side. Yes. We think it's a healing potion. Um, it was, let's see here. Um, let's see. Would have been session. Uh, it was after the prison break. Hey. Do, do, do. We let's see. We'll take a quick minute and we'll be right back. Okay, we double checked our notes and it looks like they do not have a potion of healing on them. They've got a couple of cool potions, but nothing that's going to bring Abrusios back to consciousness. So uh, Matt is going to play a NPC, um, and he, he has chosen who, Matt? Um, I, I'll you know what? Uh, she was my cellmate. I'll just like conscious hop over into Sam. Great. Okay, so Samantha has. Um, you're going to want to draw this down on a piece of paper, Matt. Okay. Okay. Um, I have paper. Just real briefly, she has an AC of 15. She's wearing that red painted scale mail. Um, she uh, she was badly tortured, so she's pretty jacked up. She has three hit points out of ten. Oof. Okay. No, that's that's good. That's good. We got plenty. Um, she more than uh, I got. Magic answer. She's got a magic weapon. She's she's. First level, as far as um, saving throws go, if that if that matters, that comes into play. And I believe she, I know she's carrying a shield. I don't think she was given, did she take any of the new weapons that you found on the corpses? Yeah, but I think she, she has the ransom. She has the ransom. Because I couldn't, Correct. I couldn't right. use it. She has a dope So I gave it to Sam. Excellent. Okay. Totally dope. Um, okay. So give me one second. I just got to get back to... Uh, our normal level here. And class, uh, she's a fighter, right? I'm assuming she's a fighter. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So what we need to do, I think, is find some place where we can reasonably rest and and put Avaricius, you know, and put a blanket over him. And uh, and I don't know. Exactly where we can do that here in the science rooms. If he comes down uh, to I it, I can kill you. We go back to the Hall of Heroes, dude. This I, I'm just no. going to say this since Avaricios isn't here. Are now our main <laughs> reasons for not being able to climb up the crevasse are gone. <laughs> we just leave him. <laughs> he, hey, I mean he he wanted he wanted to be carried, uh, well, you know, in a backpack like Yoda. So don't forget, you found potions that are like. Tailor made for that for that upcoming for obstacle. Out. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um I mean there's also two more corridors coming out of the octagon here. Yeah. We can we go check that and see what All right. 
Let's so, let's go find out what horrible death awaits us in those corridors. Should we have um, the uh, like Sam will volunteer to go with you guys and keep you safe? Um, but maybe we ask the other guys to stay near that uh, hole in the wall. So if there's trouble, they you know they can hear us yelling and drag people through, um, so that we yeah. don't get a bottleneck there trying to get out if we have to. So like the tunnel. Well, I definitely. From... Yeah. 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 Wait, Why don't say we that again? have? So the, the idea was like, we don't need all of us to. No, no I know. Right? I... Just just have like uh, y'all and uh, yos. I got that. Right. I didn't hear what John said. Oh, the, the important guy. Okay. No, it's yeah. fine. I was just what confirming that it was the entrance that you came in from. That's fine. Yeah. Right. So in the in the octagonal room by the by the little I got it. So broken what you, wall. What do you do now? Not, not in the shrine. I got it. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then the rest of us will go. I, what do you want to do? The north hall. Let's do the north hall. Let's do north first. Okay. Cool. Yes. So, um, once again, to set the scene here, this room is completely white. It has no right angle. It has no angles at all. Everything is curved, right? And right. it's a beautiful, pristine white with a thin film of dust on it. Um, and uh, just so you know, that you know, like if you picture like the inside of like the, um, of the, uh, what's the name of the ship in the beginning of New Hope? Um, Tantive 4, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Um, Tantive 4, yeah. Like those kind of interiors, that bright white interior. That's kind of like what it's, what it's like, except it doesn't, um, it's not bright white because it's not ambiently lit. It's only, you want, you still got your tor your lantern. Who's got the lantern, by the way? That was, that was um, Ann Weir. So, yeah. So yeah. I have Ann Weir's length going on, but someone else needs to carry the torch. All right. I'm using a shield and a weapon. So I'd prefer it's not me, but if I have to, I have to. Well, I can, I, I'll, Sam can, I can hold, Sam can hold. No, Sam, Sam needs hands free for that ransom. I'll carry the, the, the light. Okay. Morgan, sure. you've got it. Good. Um, we're going to say yeah. a turn pass by the recent events real quick. Now, yeah. um, the um, and so what I'm going to say is that these these white clean surfaces, this is a material known as plasteel. Okay, um, um, I'm just going to say, you know, you, you don't know that, but I'm just going to when I say plasteel, you're going to picture that kind of material, right? Um, right. Um, a hard, right surface. Anyways, um, okay, to the north. Dun, 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 dun. Oops, it's not the right level. In case you guys didn't realize, there's a few levels to this dungeon. A few. Uh, I, I thought we were kind of just done. I thought we kind of nailed it. <laughs> You're right near the end. We're so close to the climax, guys. <laughs> so close, yeah. This is the big boss. Defeat the combat robot. We win Ardenvul. That's great. All right. Stepping, uh, stepping between two containment units that are opaque glass that have something in them. That you're deliberately not looking at right now because you just can't stand the horror of what might be in there. You focus. Well, no, they're, but they're frosted, right? Like they're you know, frosted, but you there's there's shapes in there that you that you could certainly take a look at if you I want, want to. to. But you're like focused. You're laser focused on the uh, on the uh, northern end, uh, exit there. So um, once again, it's like a like a curved arch um, going through. It goes it goes north about twenty feet, ten foot wide. Before it ends directly, there's a dead end right there, but there is a uh, an iris-shaped door, right? The entire thing is like a, a, like the entire wall is a round door that has multiple, like, you know, parts to it, like a radial, a radial iris. I believe it's called a sphincter, isn't it? A sphincter, yes. <laughs> Ew. Oh, yes. no. 
Yes. How Science, uh, you know. Okay. When we get close, does it does it make the Star Trek noise and open up? It does not, unfortunately. Dang it. Oh. Um, Are there okay. any, like, panels on either side of it? You know, kind of Star Trekking it like Un- a, like a hand panel. Unfortunately, or... not. That's the other. That's the thing that makes it sort of different than a lot of sci-fi you've seen is that you've seen like no piping or signage or like weird in- evidence of like the underworkings of this of this thing of this ship or whatever it might be. Right? right. It's all very smooth and pod-like. Right. Um, except for the control console back in the center of the room. Yeah. Uh, now this we you had see... an idea. Oh, sorry. No, I'm done. We had an idea on the Discord about using the Comprehend Languages potion to read that panel. Yeah. Um, do we want to? Let's do this though before we do decide to do that. Let's investigate okay. the other hallway and see if there's anything else to read in that one. Then we come back, sure. we drink sure. the potion, read the control panel, and then run to any other areas that have like language that we don't understand. And just to confirm, John, there's nothing. You said there was a little thing here, but it was empty. Or there's nothing here, just that iron. Nothing, but the, but the, the the shape of this is like kind of takes your breath away too because you would never seen like perfect geometry like this before, right? Like you yeah. know the huh? uh, not fractal, but you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. sphincter. It's a sphincter. Is there or, any gap that you can pry it open with? I uh, know it's like, you can see it's like wedged in. No, it, it, they all kind of come to a point like right in the dead center, right? Yeah, but perfect seams, you know. If Mort could go up and sort of you know maybe run his hands around the edge or touch it or you know see if it, mm-hmm. it moves or shifts in any way it doesn't um yeah it looks they're definitely separate pieces it's obvious mm-hmm. that they do move but you cannot discern a way to make that happen no yeah Gorin, standing you... in front of it doesn't trigger it or touching it doesn't trigger it or anything like that it does not unfortunately okay okay and the walls are that just still that plain kind of rounded plastic steel yes white yeah it's made out of the exact same white material mm-hmm. okay um, well then I think Mike's idea about looking for more things to read makes some sense for sure. So we check the, uh, East corridor. Okay. So the Eastern corridor, as you go over there, um, goes, uh, approximately 35 feet. Actually it goes 30 feet, but then the last five feet of it is completely choked with rubble, like from floor mm-hmm. to ceiling, huge chunks, like as a, a massive cave in of some sort, just basically, you know, you can easily assess it as it's, um, impassable. Okay. Uh, can we see through any gaps or like a space at the top? You know, climb up the rubble and look through in any way? No, completely shut off. And again, the hallway in here, the walls, everything, just that perfectly smooth. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. Exactly. And I, uh, Sam would like run as she walks down the hallway, just run her arm kind of along it, just like feeling the length of the. I think she'd be kind of fascinated by how smooth it apparently is. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, and when you run your fingers, you actually get that sort of like, you know, like that sort of. Um, <laughs> right. You know. Because it's, it's perfectly smooth, like glass. Yeah. 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 So it's very strange. No- Gorin, Gorin, you would probably be the most astounded because you have the most critical eye towards this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So you would have, um, everyone else is sort of like, this is weird and strange. And you're just probably looking at it going like, this is amazing. Like, it's never not seen quite it. dwarven good, but it's pretty good. Yeah. It's like, it's as close as it can get, you know. Um, and no, no dust in here. Uh, no, there is dust on the ground. There is. Okay. There is okay. 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 And the, um, I know I hadn't had it drawn that way on the map, but the corridors themselves have no, uh, 
like they they just open right into the octagonal room. There's no apparent iris. closure of the doors no, or iris no. or rim no, or lip. They're, or they're curved, like right? They're curved, but they're right. vaguely arch shaped, and they just look to be have been built that way. As in, there was there is no way to um, to to contain the containment area, right? They can were, we yeah. um, uh, can we just like give those rocks a little poke, like kind of like mm -hmm, yeah. There's a few of the looser ones move, but the, there's huge multi-ton uh, boulders that are like blocking that chamber. Like it is impassable. I'm, I'm just okay. telling you straight up. You you cannot go that way unless you, unless you okay. have like um, tools. Uh, yeah, yeah lots, lots of tools or some sort of spell that could allow you to pass through. Or that that I mean, we want to use it for other reasons, but like that mist spell. Correct. Like maybe uh, for that would work. Mist. That would work. I, I would say like it is impassable by normal physical means if you guys could think a way around it, but yeah. Um, I think we should save that gas to get out of here because I got a feeling there's no upward mm. out of here. Yeah. Um, um, well, you want to try reading the uh, I let's do I, it. I do. I, I just I do want to look. I just want to like rub and I want to look inside one of those things. Um, oh, you want to look at the horrors within? I want to see the horrors because um, if the panel does something to change them, we could tell. Like if it was if it's not moving and we do something on the panel and then it starts like freaking out, at least we could tell if like something changed. Okay, so um, just whatever one is nearest to that. All right, um, let's do a quick little map making bookkeeping, real quick, Ted, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. Um, so I need you to mark um, certain spokes here as with certain qualities. All right, you've you marked mark thirteen. So these are all against the wall. I mean, you you don't have it exactly perfect, but as long as you've got thirteen, that's fine. Um, I have thirteen spokes. Yes. Okay. And so we have these are these are two that have um, large cracks and spider patterns within the glass, which which you can tell renders them um, not usable, and they also don't have the yellow liquid pumping into them. Okay, these are two of those. All right. Which which two? Like I'm going to tell you. I'm just going to say oh, these are okay. two that you're going to label. Okay. So okay. um, that's what th that's what these guys are spider cracks, right? Unusable. Okay. Yeah. Here. Okay. And here. Oop, oop. Uh, let's try that again. That's like one o'clock and seven o'clock. Seven o'clock, correct? Ish. Yeah. Okay. So those are good? those are cracked, unusable, but doors closed. All right. Okay. Let me but, do. Let me do this then. Whoa! Wrong. Wrong, Actually, wrong. maybe Matt, you can dive in there and do a couple too while we're doing this. So, okay. Um, there are two more that have the doors hanging open. The doors are present, but the doors are open. Pods unusable, right? Like not not powered. Um, okay. That is right here. All right. And right here. Okay. Oh. Um. Are you doing this, Matt, or am I doing this? You can do. You can do that. I'll do it while you're doing that. I'll do the next one. Okay, the next one, Matt. Um, there are two door, two that have doors that are completely missing. We talked about this last time. You actually looked into one of those, right? Where there was glass shards that are on the floor, and you picked up some of those, right? Um, yeah. Those are here and here. Okay. Uh, sorry, with all the chatter, I missed how you described the two that I had just done. Those um, have doors, but they're hanging open. The doors are present, but they're just open. Okay. Not powered. Got it. So okay. I'm going to do... Uh... All right. 
do I'll do that. Okay. Now, those six doors are the, the those six units are basically the ones that are not operational. They don't have any liquid flowing into them. Quite obvious. It's like the first thing you notice, right? Um, now okay. the the rest of them. Okay, and then there's one. Um, it's right here. Okay, this one appears to be uh, fine. Like there's no markings on it. But you also okay. don't see anything, you don't see any shape within the glass. There is also no liquid running into that one. But in all of their ways, it looks like it's like a perfect unit. Judging That's the one we put Avaricios in. Now, uh, this one here, this, this one that you've labeled here, and yeah. every other unlabeled spoke has something in it. Okay. So which one do you look at? <laughs> um well let's go back to number 13 because we've worked out the symbol we know because the reason we looked at that one is we matched a symbol up on the containment unit with a symbol on one of the cards right right yes so why don't we go look inside that one okay so you see that basically um, in a semi-reposed state, and you're only seeing like the vague outlines of this thing because of how thick the glass is, right? Um, you can see that the, uh, that the color of everything in there is like a, a pale yellow. that looks very similar to the liquid that is flowing through there, right? So it looks like the entire pod is taken up by that. There is a uh, extremely tall, about eight foot tall, what appears to be a, um, a thin-limbed, biped of some sort stretched out mm. in that pod um you can't tell because everything's just sort of like a vague shadowy blur in there right uh but it looks like the skin is a dark color and there are you can you could you're not quite sure like it might be some sort of restraint around the head or some sort but it looks like there's two like horns coming out of the forehead Okay. But you, but you, but it's literally just like a shape. So it could be like a headdress. It could be a circlet. It could be a restraint, some sort of technological device, or it could be something natural. But that's that's the impression you get is like of two little tiny little devil horns coming out the side. Um, there's impossible to tell the gender if there is one. Um, it just looks. You can tell it's bipedal. It's much taller than any normal human being, and it's extremely thin. That's not unsettling. At all. You guys think they're worth any XP if they're sleeping? <laughs> That's thinking like a DD player right there. <laughs> well, we have to open up their uh, insides and take out the organs and sell them to an alchemist. That's how you, that's the. That's the real money. That's, that's the, the real right. money. Ted, uh, why don't you drink the potion since you're, 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 you're a likely lad. Super Mort. Super Mort. Um, super mart with the intelligence of 13. Okay. Why not? I will uh, go over to the console and I will drink what we believe to be a comprehend languages potion. Ah, okay. So you drink the, the gold slugger. It burns. It yeah. Burns. Right. <laughs> All right. A little letters floating inside. Yes. And as those letters get ingested, Mort, you suddenly feel as if you could understand anything that was ever written, but Wait. only, only written, not spoken. Okay. Text only. 
good thing it's a what we believe to be a written language on this console. Now, each one, uh, I should also point out, I think I said it last time, but if I didn't, I apologize. On each one of the containment units, there is also a one-foot square plaque of plastic yeah. that also has a glyph on it. I think that's how you matched up 13 with 13, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what are you doing? You're going over to the so, console? I start with the console and read what's on the console face and then uh, pull out that 13th card and read what's on the card. Okay. And then see what happens then. Okay. So these glyphs, these octagonal radial glyphs with all these kind of weird things, right? They suddenly kind of move in your, in your vision and form words in the Arkantian tongue, right? And you can see that, I guess the effect of the spell... Um, just kind of making this up, but this is kind of how I think it would be, is that the spell, the magic itself has a tough time rendering certain terms into our Kantian, right? Like there's certain things that it just doesn't, wow. it doesn't have words for, right? Okay, um, okay. But, but uh, well, you know, this is the spell read languages or comprehend languages? Read languages, read languages. Oh, yeah. Dang. Yeah. So yeah, a crucial distinction, I should think. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I don't know if comprehended actually exists in OSE, but um, read oh, languages or does. Okay. Uh, okay. So on the console, you have yeah. three buttons, one of which is green, one of which is blue, one of which is yellow. There is a smoky gray plas glass screen. Okay. There's plas steel and there's plas glass. So they do like a lot of plastic compounds here, right? But it's obviously like a readout screen that is non-functional right now, right? something would normally appear there. Um, there are 13 three-inch slots, which you're aware of, and there is one larger six-inch wide slot, one that's double the, the slot length of the other ones, okay? Um, the buttons all have one single glyph on them. Um, the first one says power. Hour? Power. That's the green one. Hour. Um, okay. the blue one, the one in the middle, uh, says open containment unit. Oh, <laughs> the third one, the yellow one, um, says, uh, what would it say? <laughs> it says, um, it says activate neuroderm flow. Neuroderm is one of those words that it's like it did its best to translate, and it's just like this is what I got for you. <laughs> That's more than I would expect Arcantian to have. In fact, so. yeah. uh, it, probably come, it would probably come out more like, um, um, like uh, uh, sense skin or something like that. You know, right? Okay. All right. Um, uh, so I'm reading this out loud. And scratching my head, kind of going, ah, oh, guys, I think it, you know. Hit the so, power button, bro. Yeah, I don't know what it says. Okay, so then, there, apart from the three labeled buttons, there's no other text on the panel. Not on the panel. Correct. So then I need to start looking at the, 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 the tabs inside the slots, and we'll start with number 13 that we looked at there. Right, okay. Um, so, sure. that one, there is a glyph on it, and... The, uh, let's see. 
I guess it, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to tell you that. So it, there, it, there is a strange name. It, 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 it translates as best as it can into like Arcantian letters and just kind of spits it out, but there's no indication of like what it means. So you're like, once again, you're not comprehending it. And it is Trivlock, T-R-I-V dash L-O-K. All right. That suggests to me that it's, you person. know, it's a, it's a person. Mike. Right. It's, I just want to ask, like, if these were descriptive names, like the Butcher of Brevia or something like that, they would translate into that, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, if even if that was your proper name, right? Yeah. But this could be, okay. it could be like a person's title that you don't uh, know. Right. Um, yeah. Could be a title. It sure sounds like a proper name, but once again, you're you're completely out of your element here. What, but what, if it was a title, it would translate the title, correct? So if it was like Lord or just a car or executioner that would translate if yeah it, if true. it knew that that was what if it if, it if the magic knew right yeah but oh, let, the let magic me ask, knows all john yeah <laughs> let me ask you this john mm-hmm. is the magic trying to make this into the same way that you would write someone's proper name like with a tight with a cat like if we were doing it we'd put a capital letter there this one it, it just it does like um it's like all caps like it doesn't Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, no, it, it doesn't know, so it just translates the actual. Letters. And and that one is broken, right, Ted? Like number thirteen was broken, or no? No, no. thirteen is a functional containment unit. Mm-hmm. That's the one with the uh, pale yellow, thin limbed biped. You should definitely make circles for the for the, the the ones with like a different color. You know what I mean? Like a bright red for the ones that have things in them or something. Uh, or or happy green or blue or something. Yeah, or which, you're happy you're which, cerulean <laughs> blue, like a blue sky. Yeah, uh, John, which. What time was, if we use this as a clock face, 13 was about, about where? It's the one that, that uh, it's, it's something inside there. Uh, it, I covered that a few places. Oh, well, he's got it. He's got a pale yellow. He's got it labeled pale yellow biped. Yeah. Okay. I mean, oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. I got to. This matching up one circle over to another is really annoying. It's not a very precise. Uh, that's all right. Neither are we. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six that have something inside. Is that correct, John? There are. Yes, correct. Okay. All right. So um, working out based on the glyphs on those six that have something inside, mm-hmm. let's read those glyphs and see what they say. On the cards or on the plaque, on the plaques on the units? Well, I was... Probably, probably thinking, both, right? Both if they match. But, um, you know, if I'm counting or, yeah, that's fine. We'll just, we can just go through them. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do the, the ones that are, um, that, um, have, uh, things in them. Okay. So right. there are, um, there are two more that spit out, uh, what appear to be names or titles or foreign words that you don't understand. Okay. Okay. Yep. One is Baltage Kup, and that's B-A-L-T-A-J as one word. And then uh-huh. cope, K-O-P. Okay. The other one yep. um, is Janaka, J-A-N-A-K-A. J-A-N-A-K-A. Correct, yeah. Now, every, every other card, including the ones for the, um, the emptied ones or the broken ones and all that sort of stuff, uh-huh. um, yeah. all say, uh, it says specimen and a number 
number doesn't really matter. Okay, it's just like specimen, blah, blah, blah. And all of them, um, there is a specific glyph on there that translates to danger. Ooh. Ooh. Or dangerous. So it's sort of like a, it's like oh. a bi- it's like a biohazard sign, right? That's sort of like right. the, like the equivalent that it's it's coming out as. So like three scientists and a bunch of specimens or something like that. Do the ones with names all look like thin-limbed bipeds and the others all look different inside if you wipe no, the glass? The other two look different. Oh. So Janaka who happens to be uh let's see where did you put that's trip lock. Okay. Um uh, right here. Janaka. Okay, so this is Janaka. Okay. Okay. A str- like even stranger than the eight foot tall skinny biped. Very strange creature here. Um, it's about probably about five feet high, but you can tell immediately in the smoky glass that the thing has a six legs. Uh, and no, nothing with six legs has ever ha- happy. Yeah, but the legs, the legs are like six legs. Like, yeah, you're thinking insectile, right? But it's like, but they're not like spindly, spidery sort of thing. Like, uh, two sets of them are actually thick and muscular. The middle set is actually a little bit weaker, right? You can see that. You can just visually see it, right? Um, the uh, the the creature itself is sort of not obese, but like bulky and strong looking. Um, like a, with a wide torso and it has like a bullet shaped head of some sort, like a spade shaped head. Um, and you like a praying mantis kind of head. Uh, yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, we don't open that. Yeah. And you can see (laughs) that there is, that it's actually wearing some sort of clothing of some sort that's tailor made for it. Okay. That's basically all you're getting with that sort of shape. Okay. And Baltaj Kop? Baltaj Kop, who is over across the room over here. Uh, you want to get that one, Matt? Um, On the map? By the way, for for timekeeping's sake, uh, investigating the quarters took a turn, doing the console took a turn, and then each... each um, all of this wandering around looking. Yeah, a couple turns as well. Yeah. Um, one moment. So it's 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 the one just to the left of the top green one, Matt, where it says. Oh, but that says empty. That one's empty. It must be the one. Oh, so it must be the one that says something inside, right? The, the eleven o'clock. Yeah, sorry if I hit the wrong. Eleven o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's Baltash. In this one, there appears okay. to you actually mistake it at first for the same kind of being that was Trivlock, um, right? Because it's tall and skinny, but this one is not quite as tall. It's about six feet tall. You can see that its skin is much lighter than Trivlock, um, but it has exaggerated, like large knee and elbow joints, right? Like spindly arms, but like but they exaggerate like how big the actual joints are around the knees and elbows. Um, and uh, you can see here that, despite the opaqueness of the glass, that the um, uh, the slim sort of egg-shaped head has extremely large goggle-like eye, like massive eyes. You can actually see those through the opaqueness. They actually stand out. Ooh. If it does not... All right. All right. 
So then, so we could, okay, one more question. Well, maybe many more questions, John. When, when, uh, you know, the tabs with the, that are in the slots, I think we already established this. They don't, they come out, but they don't go in deeper or otherwise. No. On, we were found out that like each, each card has like a notched end. So they can only be inserted one way to fit into the, into the, into the slots that are presumably deep down into the slot in, in the slots. So my guess is that if we were to hit the open containment button, any one of these slots that had a card in it would activate open containment. Like if we wanted to open one slot, we take them all out, put that put one, one slot in. in. That's my guess. Matt, Mike, Mike. I would suggest turning on the power button because then the screen might activate and you might get a chance to read a lot more uh, text before the spell dissipates. Oh, the green button? The power button. I thought he said hour. No, power. Power. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> in, I got the power. I thought he said hour, and I was like, do we this somehow? Okay. We, we've all said power to you like four times, and you just keep running like, eh, whatever, guys. We must practice our sibilance. I think it might be the microphone speaker thing here, because I, I did not hear anyone say power. It's I kept hearing the word hour. It's probably suppressing like pops and stuff like that. So it's yeah, cut yeah. Out my... Don. Do we have uh, any sense about how much longer we have on this potion? Does it start to like fade or? It was six turns. I think I did tell you, although I probably probably It was shouldn't. six turns. I believe it was right, one, well, 1D, 1D6 plus six, I think. I want to maybe take all the tabs out of the slots before I hit the power button, but. Um... Yeah. And, well, I mean, they're labeled right now. Oh, should we. Um, our, shoot, our characters don't have anything to write with, really, do we? It would be good for us to like take notes or rubbings or something if we can. Maybe the because we don't know what the big six inch slot is. Oh, what the hell? We're all gonna die anyway. Uh, yeah, pull, pull them all out and push the power button. I pull all the tabs out, and I, then I push the power button. That's gonna open all the doors, isn't it? Oh my god! <laughs> and you see, like the 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 gray plas, plas plastic uh, plas glass screen flicker, and it goes, and it pops up, and you can see there's some sort of interface. Right at the same time, you hear it lights turn on like these sort of ambient lights that are sort of built behind the plasteel. It's obviously some sort of like porous substance or something like that. You have no idea. It looks like magic to you. You're like just what right, the fuck? right, right. And now it looks like the interior of the Tantai Four. Right, like now it's like brightly lit, like shining, shining light. Right, all of the buttons light up their individual colors, like an LED light actually is back behind the mm-hmm. buttons, right? Yep. Um, and you can see that there is, on the screen, it looks like magic to you. It's like a digital readout. And you can see that there are icons that are obviously meant to indicate the units, right? You, you could tell that even if you didn't have the potion on, right? Okay. And each icon underneath has a glyph, which when you're looking at it more, you can tell um, it has the names uh, of the people, uh, the things or whatever in the units. Um, maybe so, there's files on each one of these people that you can read or something. Now the well, ones, um, the ones that are, um, empty, right. The, the ones that are empty and broken. Oh, okay. All that, those icons are red and are flashing. Okay. I'm okay. wondering about one that's empty, but looks functional. That one is green. And all the ones that have um, creatures in them 
or things in them um, are also green. I want to press the icon or like touch the icon on the screen for the one that's empty but looks functional. Okay, so you you touch it and that icon makes all the other icons disappear and that one enlarges on the screen so it takes up the entire screen. Okay. Okay, and then you you can see that it sort of gives uh, a readout of the status of that. Uh, so it basically says containment unit and it has like a number, whatever number that was, uh -huh. I don't know, seven, right? Containment unit seven, idle, you know. Uh, Are there any other icons or commands I could read? Uh, no, it, uh, the, the, there is a question and it says uh, input. input. And, and there's like a cursor there, just sort of like. Oh. Does there look like, are there buttons anywhere to push stuff? There's, Other than the three? Three buttons. <laughs> um, input. Can I talk to it? Uh, hello? What are you doing? It doesn't, <laughs> Why are you doesn't talking to it? Describe my words or anything. <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> I, I, I tap where it's flashing. Poke it. This little goblin, you should stop that right away. You want to open these things? God no. knows what's in there. I want to put Avaricious in one. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> Why would you want to do that? I want to activate his like, he's unconscious. Why would you want to make him suffer more? I, I don't think it's going to make him suffer. That, that, I bet... Look, this is this is crazy old. Like these are the ancient gods in these. They've been living in these for centuries. I bet this thing would uh, save his life. I'm not going to let any gods out. That's for sure. Ooh, let the I might. gods out. <laughs> um, by the way, the uh, the odd appearance of of those three aliens. None of those correspond to any Thothian mythology or Setian mythology that we're aware of, right? Unfortunately, not. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. I still oh. think there's got to be some sort of like file on everybody that's in there. Like Doctor Xavier is in Pod Four. He's known for this, 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 and this. Well, we yeah. pulled all the cards out, right? Do you want to put one card in and see if it? Yeah, all the cards are gone. There, you, you have the open whole unit uh, icon up on the screen right now, and you know that um, uh, that blue. Uh, Apparently opens the panel, right? Op opens the uh, containment unit. The containment unit and uh, yellow activates neuroderm. Maybe there's some surveillance video in here, Ted, to find out what happened when those things broke. Well, shoot. Uh, yeah. well, uh, I mean, it looks like it kind of looks like the only input that's available at this point is blue or yellow. So put the, put the one that corresponds with the the empty functional one, the one that seems empty and functional. Right. At eight o'clock, and um, see see what happens. See what happens when you open that containment. What I'm wondering is if the 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 tabs that or the slots that had all these tabs in it, if those are just for storage and i need to put something in the six inch slot that like sucks it in you know and because it seems like that's missing something i don't know yeah. how tech can these guys be if they're using floppy disks come well, on that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay guys so i need I, to take I, I need to take a minute i need to just uh go tuck in my kid but i'll be right back. sure actually you know what this is actually a good time to take a break and uh we'll all be back in just a minute okay thanks guys okay dokie we're back. So, okay, so on the screen, it's waiting for input. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the card that was in the empty 
that corresponds to the one that's empty but functional. Put that back in the slot that we think corresponds with that spot and see if anything happens on screen. Okay. Um, the uh, okay. So there is a there's a, a pleasant beep as you insert the control card, like it just like, um, and then um, the uh, let's see the screen would say um, uh, there's a glyph that appears and it uh, it 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 goes across the pod it goes across the icon of the pod and it goes um, flashes and it just says green but it just says empty 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 okay. So then I want to hit the blue button. The blue button. Open containment unit. Okay. There's no way this can go bad. <laughs> and the uh the the opaque glass goes in it and it opens up. On the one that we want to do? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. And nothing comes out. There's What's like in there? Does it look like a comfortable couch, or is it filled with chains and buckles? Uh, there are buckles, similar to the ones that you saw before, right? There's a rudimentary seat, but it's more like just something to sort of, like, rest your uh, your rump on. You know, like, those um, seats in, like, old medieval cathedrals, like, the that the that the uh, priests would sort of... They weren't really seats, but they were just kind of to support their weight, so they looked like they were standing during long yep. sermons. It's yep. like that, right? So the, none of these containment units are lying down. They're all more sort of mm -hmm. vertical. They're all more vertical. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. I see. So we can't really very easily prop an Aximander up in there because he'll just fall over. Well, yeah. I mean, there, there are ways you can you can easily see that they're like this is not like strange to you. Not it's not something you could couldn't figure out. Like you're looking inside the pod, you're like, oh, I see how a body goes in here. You know. Should we try and put him in and see what it does? I mean, he's already dead. He's dead. Well, he's maybe it'll bring he's him back to life. To be clear, audience, he's, he's, he's unconscious. He's fine. No, 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 Anaximander. No. An oh, Anaximander. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah. That man's yeah. dead. That, dead. That, that, yeah. He real dead. That dude's super dead. <laughs> I'm curious. Let's do it. Let's put it. Let's put the body in there and, and and act like maybe I can hit the blue button again and it'll close it. And well, we yeah, can try it, it, activate the neuroderm floor and see what happens. And did the label change at all? Does it say open? It still says open, or does it change? To or empty uh, or open? So or? now the blue button, that glyph has changed, and now it says close. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ah. Okay. okay. Let's, let's put him in there. What? You're cutting out, man. Sorry. An action better? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was like gonna joke around and shut the door behind you when you guys were looking at this. <laughs> All right, so Tristy, Tristy's like looking at, it and she's just like looking at you guys, like as you're dragging an Axamander's smoking corpse over to him. They're like, "This is," she doesn't like it at all. She's like, "You, I, if I was a religious person, which I'm not, but <laughs> maybe we can fix him. You know, maybe maybe we'll fix him, right. or maybe the, this is she's a like the man is dead. You are messing with things beyond your knowledge, your your ken. This is black." Awful magic in. I mean, it it could be, it could be a zombie machine. I mean, I she she says she's like, and she, once again she's trying to she always constantly tries to get her bun sort of in order like it's like a nervous tick you know with her but she's like, I just you know I, I'm interested in myself but I'm just saying that sometimes you know, caution is the better part of valor. So 
Um, you wow. just, right. That's Yo- why we're in Ardenvul because that's why we're- the better- <laughs> <laughs> Yost is just like he's like leaning on his on his two headed sword. He's just like with his mouth open, just like. <laughs> I got this. I got this. Don't worry about it, Ghost. Let's let's strap up an Axamander in there, and I'll close the door. Uh, okay. So yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, and okay. So you close the door. Yep. There's like some okay. jets of gas, sort of like escape out as the thing nice, pressurizes nice. and ah, stabilizes, and um, um, and uh, yeah, that's so it's it's in. No. If Just nothing Mike. else, this will be a great mystery for the next party to solve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit activate neuroderm flow. Okay, you hit the yellow button. Okay, so the pool starts to bubble a little bit, right? And then oh. you can see like um, there's already like there's a single tube that comes out of the top, right? So that doesn't change, but you see that where it breaks apart on the ceiling into the 13 different ones, that one of the ones that was not filling now there is a line of neuroderm that is flowing along that line. It goes, and it goes straight into the pod where an Aximander is. And you can see through the opaque glass that it eventually changes from a grayish sort of non-color, right? And it slowly starts to fill and change to yellow, right? As, it, as the levels sort of rise, okay? Um, this takes another turn. Does the screen change? Uh, no, it doesn't. However, if you're if you wait, right, until it's all filled, do you do you do mm-hmm. that? So okay. when yeah. Samantha wants to do one thing while this is going on. Uh-huh. Okay. She's all beat up, right? Mm-hmm. And she just has kind of put together that you guys think this is healing goo. She's gonna take a handful of the yellow goo and just like slap it on like a, a cut or a bruise or an abrasion or something on her arm. Okay. And see um, if see if it does anything. Says the guy who was worried about zombie toxin a minute ago. Ah, no, it's fine. Okay, fine, cool. Okay. Um, John's reading she furiously. Puts, yeah. <laughs> she puts it. She puts it on her left arm, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, it's it slightly stings a little bit on her left arm, right? Um, and yep. what what's strange is is that uh, where she kind of looks at it a little bit, you sh- you can actually see that it moves of its own volition, slightly, like it sort of moves to sort of spread out over the the skin a little bit. Oh, right? dude, it's nanobots. You're fucked. Um, oh, they're good. They're good. They're, it's good goo. Uh, but it stays on there. You're like it's slick, huh? basically, and it, it kind of burns a little bit, but it doesn't seem to feel like any better. Okay. Oh. What about poor Naximander? Okay, so as it, it fills up the uh, the entire unit, okay, then the screen um, actually uh, there's a readout on that on that unit, and it's like and it gives like all of these um, uh, biometrics, basically, and it goes like it it says like stable and um, uh, heart rate, right? <laughs> there's like a like there's like a whole bunch of like different sort of things that means like nothing to you, like you're just like what. You know, but it basically gives like a perfect like constitutional readout of of um, an Axamander. A state. dead guy. Yeah. A dead guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's dead. I'm sorry. My bad. I keep thinking that Avaricios <laughs> well, is in there. He is stable. It. He yeah. is stable. Yeah, yeah sorry. Stable. I'm, I'm confusing Avaricios and an Axamander. I mean, um, it yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, uh, one, uh, just a point of order. It just re- occurred to me. Since this whole thing is lit up, should we turn off uh, and save turns on our sure. lantern? Yeah, it's sure. a great idea. Yeah. Right. 
just I don't want to be wasting. All right, so now I want to try this with Avaricios. You have twelve. We got to see if it see if it comes out. Uh, so, turns so, Samantha, I need you to write down that there are um, twelve turns left on that particular lantern. Dude, I'm serious. Let's throw you in there. What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? I mean, the list is long. But let's see but, how long it takes to drain out. And well, well, more to the point, when we put a dead guy in there, and the status lines are what deceased, non-functional, yeah, non-active, exactly. no, no, you know, organic matter detected, no life, uh, you know, no, no vital signs detected. And if I sort of poke around on the screen, I don't get to a a a, a thing that says respond, <laughs> reactivate uh, subject, anything like that. Fix it. Nope. All right. All right, I let's think put Avaricios in there. Put dude, him in there. I... Just put him in. It'll be fine. Let's do uh, it. Okay. All right. So how do I... Let's see. Um, I guess... Yellow button again? What, does the yellow button now say, you know, flush neuroderm flow or ceased flow or anything like that? So there... Um, uh, it, it, it does not, actually. So, you know, it doesn't. If I hit the yellow button again, does it turn off the flow? It kind of gives you like a uh, uh, like sort of thing, like it's doing its thing. Yeah, it's doing its thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe it's good. I didn't go in there. Roman and different one. We have another one that's empty, don't we? <laughs> they're empty, yeah, but they're broken. Broken. Mm -hmm. Oh no, there's two that seem functional. I think. Maybe yeah. Even... Was there another? All one? Right. Let's pick another one that seems functional and stick Avaricious in it. <laughs> there's no. There's only one that was. That was empty. Was, uh, yeah, he's in the only one that worked. Yeah. Okay, fine. I, I think we just leave this as an Axemander's grave. And uh, we have to decide whether we're opening up Trivlock. I like Trivlock. Trivlock has horns or antennae. One of the two. I'm afraid to open. Oh, wait. Hold on. Here's the. We open it up. We can't talk to him. Another turn goes down. We can yeah. write. You can write. For another turn, no. I don't. Think we, I don't think the potions get. It's, you can't. You can't. Honest. You can't write. You can't write in their language. Oh, read you can, if you can, they wrote. You, you can read and translate any language. Yeah, I, we got no way. I, dude, what's the alternative? Oh, while they're all doing this, while the power's back on, John, I want to go run up to this sphincter. Okay. Oh, smart idea. Ooh. Right. Okay. So you run up there. Good. Yeah, the sphincter has not moved. Now, mm. there is something different, however. Oh. Mm. <laughs> on, on the left, like once again, in the same manner that the lighting of the entire chamber is sort of hidden subtly, like just an ambient glow behind the actual material of the white walls, there is a um, there is a, a a blue square on the left side, on the western side, right near the iris door. Okay, um, and it's about a little bit larger than a credit card. And that blue square, it's basically like a blue, soft, soft edge light that's behind the wall. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I press it. Uh, it just put feels my like, hand it, on it. It just feels just like the normal wall. Oh, it needs, it needs like a card or something. Oh, I wonder if you could use Trivlock's card. Yeah, try Trivlock's card. I'll take Trivlock's card up there. Like hold it up like debit card, you know, tapping is a swipe, right? Apple Apple Pay. You swipe it fast though. You can't go slower. <laughs> Damn hotel room. Um, no, it's Apple Pay. You got to just tap it. Tap it. Uh, nothing happens. 
Shit. All right. I bet it's on them. It's on. He's got it like on him somewhere. I breathe on it. Nothing. <laughs> Condensation does form. <gasps> so so yeah. put your hand on the panel. I did no. that already. Once again, like it's, it, there's no physical difference to the wall at all. It's right. only that there is an ambient light in the vague shape of a credit of a of a rectangle that's behind the wall. Mm. Mm. Okay. Very strange looking. I, 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 it seems like our choice here is to let Trev lock out. Who may kill us, or he may be grateful, or we leave or the just, or just book it. Now, why, I think let Trev lock out because he might be able to turn off the death robot or something. Now, why? why I'm just asking, just based, like what? What makes you guys gravitate to Trev Lock versus the other two named creatures? He's skinny. Uh, He's skinny. <laughs> <laughs> we think we could kick his. I ass. just want to know if there was something He's like skinny. tipping you off to like that's the guy that we need to wake up, or if, or if no. He's got six legs in their bullet head. I don't yeah. know. Feels, feels like a guy that comes out and then just, you know, runs a train on you. I don't think that at all. No, no, I don't want that. <laughs> and uh, Baltage Cup has, uh, you know, Google eyes and big knee joints and stuff. And, okay. Uh, yep. Sean's Sean's like, like, yeah, let that one out. That's the one that murders everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, why, why don't we get uh, everybody else out? <laughs> Why? We got to be able to throw their bodies in front of us. <laughs> All right, let's do it, Ted. Come on. All right. He's probably I'm... still like, if he, if he tries to kill us, isn't he still tied up in there and shit? He might be. We might I mean, he's got to be a little. First. I mean, I've seen Alien. You're a little out of sorts when you're doing it. Hypersleep. You know, I'm going to open the containment unit for Trivlock. Oh shit. Here we go. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yo, bitches. <laughs> All right, you you run through the, you run through the sequence. So you make sure that the slot is in the uh, card. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, actually. Um, so uh, actually, tell me what you do to to. Okay, so I'll shuffle through the cards till I find the one that because you haven't part. done this process yet. I haven't found the one that until I find the one that corresponds with Trivlock, mm -hmm. and I'll put it in the proper slot that I believe goes with that unit mm -hmm. and then i should see on the screen all the containment units again right yes and then i touch the button for trivlocks okay and i should get a second menu right uh yeah like it opens up to just his his right yeah. so what does it's, that tell me when, I, hmm? what, oh. when it opens up to his what do i learn anything so new? you uh that one you're getting okay so you get the name again okay yep um you see that there is a um, uh, there is a subtitle underneath what now you can confirm is the name Triblock. Okay, there is underneath in a smaller font basically is a readout that says Jemadar, J E M A D A R. He's a, a like a military leader or unit commander of some kind. Um, uh, and it says um, uh, it says sentence. Indefinite cryogenic containment. I do not open. <laughs> and there is there is a there is a biometric that, that you see like a dick 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 stable. All all, all, all signs normal. It's I'm a prison cool. ship, dude. Fuck. Yeah, I pull his card out immediately. Check throw the other ones. And I'm gonna check Janaka, and then I'll check Baltash Cop and see if I get a similar. Status readout for them. Yeah. Okay, so interesting enough, uh, Janaka, who is the six-legged bulky creature, also yeah. says 
Jemadar. Um, then it says, and it, yeah, it does it, the bad guys from T Space Nine. It, they were, it says that's the Jemadar. It says Jemadar. I think is an old uh, word for like a centurion kind of thing. Sentence: Indefinite cryogenic storage. All signs normal. Uh, throw that one over my shoulder. Let's try <laughs> ball touch cop. Um. Uh, Baltage Cop, it actually, there is no subtitle underneath. Okay. Um, and it says, um, it says, status awaiting interrogation. Uh, yeah. What about the empty ones, dude? What about the ones that escaped? Will it give you any kind of a file readout on what those, what, it, what those guys were? Unfortunately not. All it. It, all it says is, okay. um, uh, dangerous. It says they say they all say it had the sign for danger. They all say um, on a, it's a, they all say like unidentified specimen. Um, and probably something that says something like um, uh, awaiting further investigation or awaiting further research. Right. I say we take those cards and like pick up the ones off the floor. They they chuck. Yeah. And get out of here. Yeah, let's keep all them. Right. We can maybe sell them for their rarity value well the other thing is is now if we have time left try and get an Examander's body out of there and throw the avaricious in there i think it's going to help him i really do uh well i can try but i i think at this point having read that cryogenic storage it's not healing gas it's just I think a, it freezes you for right. so parsing all and the then, information off the cards and the units um took another turn Okay. And then is there anything on that screen, Ted, that navigates to the sphincter room up there or any kind of oh, yeah. data logs or anything like that? Yeah, I'll see if I can get back to the main menu and there's no other. It's just the containment units. No, it seems to. Yeah, it seems to. It, the only thing that seems to be, uh, be that, that is not focused directly on the units operation is the lighting itself, like the powering on of the entire area. There's the 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 13 units. Is there a icon for the the well of yellow fluid, the pump or anything like that? That's the yellow button. The neurodermal flow. No, no. I mean, like, if you've got all 13 containment units on the screen, mm -hmm. there's like, a, is there a, because in the center of the room, there's the the pipes. Yes, right. There's nothing in the center of the screen that corresponds to that. No, but, that right? but the icons are displayed um, with color coding based upon their status of being hooked up to neuroderm. Or not. Right. No, I got that. What I'm wondering is like, is there a system setting button that like allows you to control rate of flow or anything like that, you know? Um and there's no like buttons in the corner that no go to other parts. I can't like move my hand around the screen and it's not like touch sensitive. No, even if there was, it's like it's so beyond your ken, like what you've been able to yeah. navigate is like the limits of what you're able to do. Like, right. It's just okay. not it would be nothing that you would occur to you, nor would you be able to navigate it should you find something. Oh, I got an idea. What? Look underneath the console. Is there anything written under there, like maintenance hatch, or you know, pull here to eject, or you know, uh, or no gum? Is there gum underneath? Just a made Emerg in China stamp on there. <laughs> top. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and no, uh, like access panel, hatch, screw holes, anything nope. like that. It looks um. Uh, although the console itself is like um. It's more like Fallout versions of technology, right? Rather than um, like super ultra sleek technology. Right. The, the, but the, the the ultra sleek stuff is of a piece with the with the console as well. Like the console yeah. appears to be made out of that same material. Yeah. Okay. 
there's got to be a way to open that uh, that speaker thing. door, but um, I don't think we should take Max an Axe Commander out. I think we should let him, you know, go preserve his body. It's like a great, uh, you know, okay. mummification thing. All right. I would like to creep back to the Cavern of Death on my tummy and peek over the edge and see if Death Robot is still on um, patrol. Okay. Uh, you want a nice red dot? I've got one. You can join the Red Dot Club. <laughs> um, you crawl over, yeah, and you can, and you're being as quiet as you possibly can, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, so you, uh, you're not using any light on your end, right? No. So there, the light, however, does extend down this hallway, right? The hallway itself is actually lit as well. Um, so um, it actually does give you a pretty decent view down there. Um, and you can see, like, sort of nestled in the midst of these glowing white mushrooms down there, you can see the ball just sort of sitting there. Um, it's sort of, like, lightly levitating about six inches off the ground. Um, and it's just sort of nestled within the, the uh, mushrooms. I bet Janaka could, Janaka could take it. Are there some stones nearby? Uh, no, unfortunately, not not nearby. Everything's down Go there. Go back to that blocked corridor, you get a rock. Now, able yeah. to actually assess down there without getting immediately attacked, right? And just sort right. of like quietly just sort of peering at it, right? You can kind of get a good look. Um, so among the mushrooms, once again, you can see there are numerous skeletons. There are um, four of them are, let's see, one, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Okay. There are nine total skeletons down there, all sp sprawled out, various states of being complete and whole and all that sort of, uh, and scattered. Um, there are six out of the nine are actually all wearing orange jumpsuits. Mm. Right? Very much like rebel pilots sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Except they don't have like the pilot gear and helmet and stuff like that, but they're right, wearing right, orange right. like workman's jumpsuits. Um, mm -hmm. Which you don't know what that is, but that's what it looks like to you. Sure. Um, um, now, four of those six are eight foot tall, long creatures. Um, and the skulls, all right, are like large, much larger than a human size. But the skulls actually have two tiny protrusions extruding from the forehead. Oh, okay. yeah, like uh, um, two demon. Of, those are four of the six. Two of the others that are wearing orange jumpsuits are very, very different. They're actually about six feet tall, um, and what would their skeletons look like? Um, very thin delicate looking bones if you glance at them like long enough you would almost swear that they were probably hollow maybe right like very very fragile looking um much more of the of those two skeletons are snapped than the other skeletons that down in the base of the pit um and you can see that each one of them um has a long beak a long sharp beak like um, an ibis? Not like an ibis. I mean, it's the first thing that pops in your mind because that's like the bird you see in everywhere. So that's what appears in your mind. But if you look closely, it's not it's not an ibis. It's just like a um it's more like a um like a um oh god, I can't think of like the bird. Like a stork almost. Like or a hummingbird? No, not like not like a like a proboscis like that. Like it's okay. much more like a like a full beak. Um, right, okay. 
Yeah, and those and are about six feet tall. Then the, does the cord? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Now the ones that aren't wearing jumpsuits. There are three of those. Okay, these creatures um, uh, are. Let's see, they're approximately about six feet thick, strong bones. Um, with like a large torso, like a large rib cage, very, very thick um, femurs. And you can see that the large wide skull is like, like, a, uh, like, like looks like a flattened bullet, right? Like Janaka. And it has a, like a sharp toothed uh, maw. Uh, not like Janaka, it's actually different. So like, Janaka has like um uh that head is a like a bullet like where like the like the the front of it is very very smooth and sort of tapers to a point up near the top like the cranium. This right. one is more like a like a flattened bullet so like the it goes like this, right? Like where the snout is like a like a triangular bullet with okay. like, like, like a maw, spade. Like a spade exactly. And the maw is like huge. Like the jawbone is large and it has like a lot of sharp pointy teeth that are, a lot of a lot of them are broken off. Now right. I really wish David was here because this would have reminded Onweir of something that he encountered. But maybe just note it down and he might be able to make that connection later. Um, now, amidst all that, so there's those skeletons, all these strange creatures, right? No humans, nothing like that. Um, and that you got this weird robot thing, right? And then sitting amidst that is all of these weird looking items. Um, a lot of them are made out of that white plastic steel. Uh, so there's one, that, let's see, uh, how many are there here? We got, uh, one, yeah. So there's one thing that looks like a, um, made out of white plastic, like a three foot long cylinder. Okay. And there is a flat panel that is along that cylinder that is glowing with glyphs. All right. It's like glowing and it's like a, a yellow color. It's just sort of bloop, bloop, bloop. Um, there are four devices that are also, um, they're about uh, like disc shaped, about one inch in diameter and they're orange colored. Okay, and they are also sort of glowing that orange color, four of them. Obviously of the strange alien technology that you, you were, you've been seeing, same sort of thing. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at one at one at a time. Just forgive me as I go through this. Uh, there is a one foot square device, what appears to be made out of black plastic steel, but you can't tell what it is. It's just like a one foot like cube, right? Yep. Uh, that is lying there. Um, there is. Uh, a pair, or is that, how many are there there? Yeah, a pair of what appeared to be uh, metal bracelets of some sort. Those are on the ground. Um, there is, yeah, okay, so you see that there are, uh, <laughs> We put little X's on the map on um, where those, what part of the cavern those are in. So scattered amidst the long, tall, 
eight foot uh, skeletons, you see that there are six what appear to be six inch long and about two inches wide. They're uh, uh, cards of some sort, like plastic cards. And they have glyphs on them. And there are two of them are rust colored, although they're not rusted, but they're like rust colored. Uh, and then one each uh, has the colors of copper, bronze, pale green, and platinum. And they all look like these sort of little bit larger than credit card sized things. Gorin, when you're, when you're looking over it, you're looking at the sizes of those things. It looks Just like, like the sphincter. Yes. All right. And, and the last, uh, there's two last things, which I think are going to draw your attention more than anything else. One is a small firearm device, and the other is a quite large looking firearm device. Both lying nice. down there. Once again, you've never seen firearms, <laughs> so you don't really know, but I'm letting you guys know. It's a plasma rifle in the 40 terawatt range. <laughs> hey, buddy, only what you see. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, guys, what do you think of this idea? I, it's great. Let's do it. <laughs> what if we use the potion that we think is gaseous form? I had the same thought. Oh, no. And have that ah. lead like robot of death away while everyone else ran down and grabs whatever shit they can get their hands on. I don't think it'll work. It's 50 feet down, like, like down where there's a pile of bones and a robot basically sitting amongst all that stuff. And is he's tethered. Down? He's tethered like a balloon. He can't like leave. That. He can't get up out of the way. There's nowhere to go. Well, actually, since you're in there, are there any other exits out of this room? That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah, uh, so, actually, that's a good point. Tunnels, fragments of spaceship. Uh, <coughs> yeah, so... It, it's it littered with chunks of rock that are also intermixed with uh, brightly colored uh, pieces of plasteel in general, right? Like, so picking apart just what it is obviously scraps, that's what you see that is like valuable or strange or whole, some sort, plus the skeletons, plus the robot, plus the mushrooms. However, uh, in addition to that, looking directly as you're kind of scanning the whole perimeter of the crevice, okay, um, directly to your left, about 10 feet, right? Uh, so, like uh, ten feet to the east. Yep. There is some sort of natural passageway that leads generally northeast out of there. You, you just see it's like a dark hole. Like it maybe it ends like five feet in, right? Because you can't get a beat on it. But there is some okay, sort of there? correct, yeah. Okay. There's definitely like an indentation right there that leads off in the darkness. Okay, so when I'm looking at this thing, it's not a gradual slope down to the mushrooms. It's a, it's a, it's a pit. No, nope. right? No, nope. it actually is a gradual slope. Okay, like if you if you put your feet over and just sort of drop down, you would kind of like you would slide down. slide down on like a like a like a scree thing, right? But could you get back up? Be, it would be with the kinda, rope. Eh, yeah, if you had some sort of thought behind it, you could probably get up. And don't it's forget, too, that a lot of the rock here has actually been fused together into almost like a glass-like substance. Right. As if some under enormous amount of heat or pressure. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know really, like, once you're gaseous, you probably can't pick up anything down there. No, I don't think you can. But what if the other person with the fly spell ran down there and got the plasma rifle and the pistol? And then we could fight. Maybe with the platinum card, the robot wouldn't eat you or something like that. Um, Or we could unlock the room to the north, which has tanks. Right. Or full-on, like, battle armor. Just... just (laughs) Throw this into the mix. It occurred okay. to me that, um, like Janaka and Trivlock and stuff, says they're prisoners. They may not be criminals. They could be political prisoners, or you know, like get rid of Trivlock. He's a troublemaker. Send him off into space in suspended animation because I never want to see his stupid face again. Kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> or well, I mean, there's there's an easy way to find out if they're there for just like you know random mass murder. Or, you know, dissent. Let him out. <laughs> Let him out and see if he kills us. If he kills us, yeah. I don't like your methodology. <laughs> uh, I still think that there's something to be said here with gaseous form person leading death robot down the tunnel to the east while somebody else goes down and grabs whatever they can. Can that death robot fly up high enough to go to that exit that Mike just spotted? It's down on Probably. the ground. It's at ground level. It's on the ground. Yeah, ground level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Well, here's another thing. I mean, I don't know this. Who knows? Who knows if you're in misty form? If you can take damage at all, maybe you can take a little bit. Like maybe it, you st- can still get hurt, and then we've got nothing. A, a dead misty person. Hey, man. So and no way to get out. Gorand, as you're as you're kind of sussing things out. Um, once it, well, you actually, in order to discuss all this, you would have had to pull back or draw them. Sure. You? I assume you pull back so you don't want to make sound, right? Right. right. Yeah. Okay. So um, as you're discussing it, Mort, um, you unfortunately, the- No longer can read? The words, yes, all form back into those strange whiffs. All right. Man, I don't know, guys. I really kind of feel like we should get out of here. <laughs> well, let I, me let me just say this, okay? So the only other thing that is available to us at this point, there are no other entrances back in that Hall of Heroes, right? We could go so do you, the Numa. What? We could go do the Numa, breathe the orange gas. Yeah, you've done, oh, you've no, been, that's done no, nothing no, no, but no, collect no. treasure from that room. You've done nothing in that room. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot left to do in there. Like we have to figure out. I'm convinced like it's a, you know, it's a test, it's a puzzle. Yeah, maybe you I, get smashed, but maybe you get awesome rewards. And it's firmly rooted I, I, in fantasy. That's a good thing, too. I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, think, I think that we need, for some of those tests, I think we need information from different parts of... That's my... That's my different parts of the temple complex? Yeah, like we learn different things, like we get little pieces of information that soon. fill in the puzzle, right? But I think we're here too soon. Yeah. yeah it's I possible. think if we start doing those, we you know, maybe we'll get a couple of guesses right, but then you get one wrong and the statues can kill you. Hey, man, if I guess, you know, like, hey, your constitution goes up by five points. Great. I'm done. I don't need to do any more tests. You know, that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm good. It would be uh, nice uh, to have a strength modifier. Be because, the, I mean, and there's the other thing. Right now, we have the keys in our hands of getting out of here. We yeah. use the gaseous form to get through the little cracks yeah. in the room. We can levitate across the chasm. We have... We have two holy symbols now, which is what we would need because we wouldn't have had a way otherwise to be able to get everybody out once we, you know, just logistics with the symbols. Yeah. Somebody to go out with one and then other people with one to go by. 
Yep. Wait, yep. So now you want to go, now that you're unconscious, you want to go try and do the chasm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's nothing inconsistent about this at all. Logic. Because we, we looked up, I mean, this was up. This was the closest way out. And you know what? It's a dead end. We can't get up. But now we got a way back. We got a way to go back. Right. Easy peasy. And plus, I get I get the backpack Yoda ride. Well, so actually, <laughs> here's another thing. Right now, we're down Av and we're down an Aximander, which means we're down two small sacks of coins mm. for carrying. Well, an Aximander wasn't carrying that much anyway. He wasn't. I don't so, think he had any small sack. Didn't he, John? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's but a we can literally we can literally take the time and ditch the 400 copper that he would have been carrying. I'm, yeah. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, don't forget, we are we ever plus if somebody has to carry a, uh, Avaricious, they're not carrying a heavy sack. So no, we, we definitely need to wait for Avaricious to hopefully regain one hit point and be able right. to walk. That, that's that's a full night's sleep, my dude. Yeah, we could. What, what choice do we have? We don't have. We can't carry you anymore. You know, we could throw you in one of the cryopods. <laughs> no thanks. I don't, I don't think it'll work. Yost is willing to carry um, Avaricios, but then he will not be able to yeah. carry his sack. No, he he was carrying a uh, he was only carrying a small sack too because he needed to wield his blade. But right. we could go down the stairs out of the Hall of Heroes, down to that hallway, uh -huh. down one level where there was just an empty hallway with the secret door that we closed, and we could just camp out there for a while and try and I mean, get out. It's got to be late afternoon by this time anyway, right? It's, it's, uh, be like it's almost exactly hard. four right now. Yeah, yeah, three or four, yeah. So... I, mean, I think we could probably do that. I'm fine to camp. I'm fine to camp. I, I think that's probably a, the best idea is to get a good night's sleep and then try again. Like sleep the on, the, on the stairs and in that little room, that little antechamber room with the pictures. Well, down, the down the stairs. Yeah. Because it's 75 feet down. We just go down that stairwell. And you're in a corridor, at the end of which is the Thaw statue blocking the hallway. And halfway along or so was the secret door with the tunnel, which is closed now. We just stay there. It's pretty safe, I think. I mean, we, you know, if we set a guard, I mean, think about it this way. If somehow the baboons find the secret thing, right, and they're able to, like, find the hall. Like, that's, they've never found it so far, as far as we can tell. But if they somehow do, right? And they come down this hall. Those statues are going to come alive and beat them. That might actually be the best case scenario for us. Hey, the statues can destroy Tresco and like some of those other fuck faces. Then that would be great. <laughs> well, some might be able to sneak by. But if we have somebody who's on watch, you can yeah. rouse us. Then we could, you know. We... Well, they have to find two secret doors, and one secret door they have to find while the statues are beating them up. So, oh, the, I mean, one of those oh, statues is our open. is our door right now. Right. Yeah, okay. the door is open. So if they the statue moves forward. No, David went up and pushed the buttons on the eyes to it didn't open that close. door. Right. Yeah, but it's it never still closed. open. It never closed. It's just the statue blocking the entrance. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's but we why could, we can use the gas to get out. We could flee out that other tunnel if we really had to as well. So I think that's a good spot to camp. We try and get everyone so awake. All right. So you're gonna get back out there. Okay. You're, yeah, I think we, we leave the octagon room. Okay. So we, should we leave the power on or off? Let's turn it off. Light up our torch and turn it off. Actually, yeah, that's an interesting question. The the robot when we first saw the robot, John, it was like we walked up to the lip and we're like, "Huh, what's that?" And the robot 
heard us and saw us and started moving. Mm-hmm. And when when uh, Gorond just climbed up to the edge there, now the power's on. Mm-hmm. The robot was still lit up or doing its usual robot thing. It was, but it didn't. It didn't seem to sense Gorond. Okay, it wasn't like having the power off turns the robot security mode on or something. Oh, you can check it easy. Make a little like sock puppet, Gorond. Right, and <laughs> stick it up above. I like, yeah, I like my hands. Yeah, I like my hands. Yeah. All right, so yeah, let's leave the octagon. We'll go back into the Hall of Heroes. Okay. Let's turn the power off because you don't know what else. Right, right. right. Whether turn it's draining, it could be draining okay. something. Yeah. What uh, what containers of treasure are you leaving here? Well, I think we just shuttle them back and forth. We don't have to leave anything. We'll just, you know, take turns hauling bags mm-hmm. all the way down bring... the seventy-five foot staircase. Yeah, we'll just have to, you know. Fireman's carrier, what do, what do they call it with the bucket chain? Okay. Well, it's not a bucket chain. It won't thing, matter so. right now because I see what your endpoint is, and that's not there won't be any danger. But it does take time. And carrying um, with Yost yeah. carrying Avaricios, that drops Yost immediately down to sixty, which drops the entire party down to sixty. Okay, just yeah. Be, just be aware that should you continue to carry Avaricios. Um, that uh, and then right. you continue to dungeon crawl. That will be the rate at which you're going. Yeah, and We've John, I can also I can also sheath my weapon. And then I can carry a sack too. So I could actually just carry an Eximander sack or Avaricio sack. Yeah, I had a small sack right. and he had a small. Yeah, at the point. So, okay, let's just, we'll pick, we'll figure out that, that stuff when we uh, pick it up from whenever you rest, assuming right. that you get through the night. Right. Okay. So, so um, okay, so you make your pathway past the Hall of Shrines, right? Mm-hmm. Leaving that very strange, uh, these two very strange rooms behind you. Um, as you Boy, descend down the wide staircase, um, now let's uh, let me bring up the old map oh, level. Is there a way that we can kind of like camouflage or disguise that uh, that little hole leading to this? Uh, I mean, loose rubble that we can kind of pile over, just so that uh, that little crawl room isn't uh, immediately obvious. Which which one? So the, the one to the, the octagon. That little crawl space was like in one corner, oh, like uh, a collapsed corner. Can we like disguise it with some little rocks or something? There's not a, there's not a lot of like a lot around. loose debris, unfortunately. There's a ton down okay. in the pit. Oh. Oh, yeah. Warren, could you just go down there and get some rocks? And there's lots I'm of good. strange objects in those shrines, should you wish to pick them up and... Oh, Damn. Would, those would work great. I'll, I do want to go back in there, but Thank I think... Thank you for the suggestion, John. <laughs> Always willing to there wasn't a big mirror in one of those, was there? A mirror? No. No mirror. Rats. Because those are good. And you for- could reflect laser beams. Yeah. <laughs> but congratulations, though. You're on the level once again where there are shitloads of mirrors. <laughs> so if you want one, feel free to oh, step yeah. back oh, in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where were all the mirrors? Yeah. I remember all the concave. Yeah, they're all over the place. You forgot the we mirrors? Invisible thief. That's the whole theme. The That's the whole theme of the level, man. We never got to use them. I know. Lucky's gotten away. You got open ends, but if you haven't been writing down like the open ends, please do because you're like this. This one, you're you're, you know, you've got the you've got the 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 leads right to to continue on. Anyways, so yeah. you make your way down the steps, and yes, you do find yourself in a stretch of flat um, corridor that is um, twenty feet until it reaches the right uh, the open secret door, which is blocked off by the back of that statue of Thoth. Right. Um, the uh, right. So you do see that there are perpetually burning torches 
that are beyond that statue, right? So he, the statue itself is like black because it's framed by the light of these torches beyond. Um, and yeah, you know about the secret, uh, you know about the secret door to the West that leads to that tunnel. And, um, the hallway and staircase here are painted with vibrant images of human heroes smiting enemies of Thoth. So you see out there that here that there was like magic users, warriors, veiled figures, and these giant frogs, right? So and no matches with any of the weird aliens we saw upstairs. No. However, the depiction of these human heroes does ring a bell with one of those shrines you saw where there was um the certain certain similar depictions of people being ju I think judging, right. right? And then yeah, also, you know, the statues themselves were were like adventurous sites or yeah. types, right? Yeah. Um right. So there's counting sleepy avaricious there's eight of us now right uh there is Adley, yes yes with avaricious yeah there's yeah. eight of you now uh i'm not going to do the distance traveled and the amount of time it would take to shuttle all the gold uh, all the coins back and forth and get right. yourself set up so what i'm going to say is is that you're definitely going to burn through that lantern um and that was that was what did I say. Twelve turns left on that lantern. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna. I don't really care if it's close or not. I'm gonna say it takes twelve turns, and and so your lantern your lantern runs out. Uh, by the time you carefully make your way back, get yourself set up, and are ready to bed down, um, and you have all of your gold. You have Avaricios set up and snug, right? And you're like right. ready to go and actually try to sleep in the dungeon. This will be your second night in a row in a dungeon. First night in the first night you were in prison. So right. Right. That was nice. Much better scenario, but not much. So we're going to need to eat, right? Yep. We've got stuff. So Mort's got six total rations. I have six total rations as well. Uh, yeah, Avarisos has uh, three. And so your NPCs would very much like to eat as well. Oh, yeah, of course. If we each whack off, you know. <laughs> That's not appropriate. If, if what? If you each, uh, <laughs> I'm not eating that cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I meant cross off. Oh, okay. That's oh. very, very different. Yeah. Um, well, we have 15 rations and eight people, right? So that means we now have seven rations total, right? Well, yep. I don't even think I can. I'm unconscious. I can't eat. Just seven. Well, You'll you know, like crush it up and mush it in. I can have some in the morning. Probably wake up in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You don't have to crop. You don't have to spend one on on Iberius. Oh, okay. So well, that, then we have that guy. Yeah. We'll go through his backpack and take all his food. Yeah. So that's yeah. three crossed off. <laughs> Sorry, Iberius. No, no, that makes me faster. And then if you hey, it means I, we can carry more treasure. That's right. Um, if if Mike and I each knock off two. Okay, so then, mark that yep. mark that stuff off your inventory. Yep. Make sure you have some slots. My Maybe. rations are gone. Right. Okay. okay. And um, um, I also I also have um, an oil flask that um, we can fill refill the lantern. Well, let's not light the lantern just yet. Because you say there was torchlight out in the guardian room. Mm -hmm. So is, does any of that little bit trickle in? We can kind of see. There were like little yeah. seams along the edge, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's not. It's, we don't, if you huddle near the the entrance, you you you'll be fine. Yeah. We don't really need light while we're sleeping. So Mike. All right. So I have seven days of rations. I just want to be sure of that. And that takes up three slots on my um, feet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So if I have spent 
three two. days worth of rations, two days worth of rations. You do two, yeah. That gives how many slots does that eliminate? Like You'll get a slot back. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. So, uh, so in this uncomfortable environment, but where you feel relatively safe, you know that seventy-five feet up are nightmares and mysteries, the likes of which you have yet to uh, ever to have ever seen. But um, you know that you feel pretty confident that you're pretty safe. And so, yep. assuming you you set watches, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you make Avaricios comfortable. You yep. chew on some uh-huh. cold food, um, and um, and you bed down for the night. So you're pretty exhausted. There is like a little bit of discussion amongst the NPCs where they sort of share that they thank you for you know still looking out for them and for uh, attempting to get them out of here. And they um, they all kind of reminisce the fact that they can't believe that they're still alive and that there's still hope. Um, and they yeah, kind man. of further detail out sort of like the routes that kind of led them to where they okay. where they are and all that sort of stuff. So you kind of have a nice little chat before you all bed down. So yeah, I, th- um, I think we get especially detailed uh, with uh, Yost to pr- try to get like all of the things that he can really remember. Really. He told us kind of kind of quickly before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of that, um, uh, he did tell you. Oh yeah, yeah. He gave you the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, I have that all here. So if you if you um yeah if, if you if you want that told again i can i can let you know or if at any point you need to reference it just let me know yeah not right. today yost is happy okay. to tell you yeah um, good thank you yost. just yeah we review that in detail as a little nighttime story right okay so by eight o'clock at night you um you end up sorry you first watch starts over and people start to sleep and you make it through the night and nothing disturbs your rest oh good however Oh no! No, It was actually it, it was actually a really good plan. That is a it's a it, that's a good spot, right? Yeah. Does not count as a safe haven, to be clear. But you no. are, um, but it was a very good defensible spot here. Um, so you uh, you wake up and you 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 heard nothing throughout the night. None of your your watches weren't disturbed at all by any sound. It was actually right. that was actually almost eerie in itself, right? There was nothing coming through these corridors. Yeah, we're- no, nobody knows about it down here. Still, I'll, yeah. I'll take that kind of eerie. That's a good kind yeah. of eerie. Yep. Um, so the, the only the only point where there was a worry was up the spiral stairs, the way that um, right. that Yost himself came, but nothing comes up those stairs. So in the morning, Avaricios, you have gained a hit point and you regain consciousness. Okay. Oh, yeah. but um, I feel really bad still. My head yeah. is just kind of. And of oh. course, everyone regains one hit point. I'm just going to mark that for our oh, NPCs. That's, that's excellent. I love um, getting a hit point back. So, Sam, you're also at four. Well, now I'll take Sam back. <laughs> you got Sam back. I got Sam back. Okay. Thank you for your service, Sam. You were great. So, in all seriousness, now we have a we have a a, a a decision. We either do our gaseous plan and we follow Yost's path back and do the chasm thing. Or we go up and we we engage with the Hall of Heroes, which uh, or, or you could go back into um, the Well of Light, or we could go back to the Well of Light. But I think we will get oh. caught. Yeah. Um, I, guys, I for, yeah, let's get out. Come I for one, okay. I'm ready to go. Are we, in, you know, we tried going case, up. Mm-hmm. In that case, what we need to do then, John, is whatever amount of coinage mm-hmm. uh, an Axe was carrying, we we have to pick out that much copper. We don't, though. A, we could have done that last night. Well, I'm right. not saying it, it's going right. to happen now. We but... all just ate like one slot of our inventory. And a then Maximander... 
I don't know about that. Okay, look, it's more than once. So a, um, a large sack can carry like twelve hundred coins. No, he's carrying okay. he's carrying a small sack, and it all depends on what his oh, strength. Six hundred coins. Well, it depends on what his what his strength was because that's, oh, that's true. Um, which it wasn't a lot. Okay, I can't remember exactly how much. I'm not going to look it up right now, but I'll make a note to subtract um, the uh, uh, the copper's worth of that value. And then right. you had exactly. all the time that, that last night to like yeah. shift your gold around all that. Uh, speaking of which, if there's since you had the time and you were camping, if you want to take the time to make like it not mixed, like if you want like all the copper in one sack, all the platinum in one sack, you know what I mean? You could do that. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what? You know what I think would be wise to do while we have this time is whatever that 10% amount is, put that in one, maybe. So if we need to like drop a bag for the halflings and just get the hell out, it's yeah. like, and set it, aside and done. That's all like right. bookkeeping stuff, and it's like a really good idea. But that's the kind of stuff that we can work out on the Discord. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Off, um, but off. just, but just keep that right. in mind that you had the time to resort mm -hmm. your treasure. Right. Okay. We can okay. That. In addition to which, if we've got then a spare sack, we could just leave the copper right here, and if we're ever back this way, it'll be easy to get. Right. Right. So. Okay. Um, all right. So, so for now, we're going to say a small sack's for, worth of a small sack's worth of copper is being left here. Right. So all in favor, we're we're leaving. We're or we're trying to leave. We're going to go down the stairs. Yeah. We are leaving. Okay. Okay. I, I just want to just say that I've been advocating this for three sessions now. This is like. Ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Look at all the cool shit you saw, though. Yeah, we saw cool yeah, stuff. We saw, but we didn't get any of it. I want that fucking laser rifle that's so up much there. good stuff. Now, you got a I lot got, of juicy stuff off the corpses in those rooms. But yeah, you, yeah, you didn't the head. step it was worth in it. any Come of on. the blue yeah, granite circles. I have, a nice, I have a nice cool shield. Um, but I am coming back here with an army of dwarves. I am. Okay. So, so I. Who's got the green mist potion? Is it uh, Aristius, isn't it? Yeah. I think I do. Yeah, I do. I've got the blue potion. You want to swap so you can fly with your one hand? And I'll do the gaseous thing to get us out of here? Yeah. So so we have to... We've got to manage this, right? Make sure you take this... One of the two holy symbols. We have yeah, two I'll take the holy symbol. You take one. Um, we'll you keep the other string one. to it. We'll, so we have two, right? So Still you got... hold one. And we'll t we'll tie a string to the other one. Okay. Right. All right. So I'm. Mort will drink the gaseous potion. Okay. And have an onk. Okay, I'm gonna mark that off my stuff. Do that first, onk first, then potion. All right. Now, when Mort drinks the potion. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> See you, Mort. His body Mort. becomes Mort. a cloud of slightly green vapor. All of his equipment and clothing drops to the floor. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> in, a, um, in a soft pile. Okay, I take the I take the onk with the twine on it, and I'm gonna poke it through that little hole. Well, it falls down on the other side. Uh -huh. so when he goes through, he'll be able to pick it up. Except I'm gas now. It's not gonna last forever. But then I'll be in the room. Oh, I see what you're saying. You can pick it up. You'll be because I materialize. I pick it up before the thing can stop me. Exactly. Oh yeah, and thanks it, a lot. Then it moves out. <laughs> then it moves out of the way, and we can go one at a time again. Got this. Um. Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting everything would fall off. Uh, That's really sad. Not, not as sad as us. Like, yeah. when you rematerialize, we're all going to have to see your schwanz. You get going at eight 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 a.m. By the way. <laughs> 
It's now 8 a.m. Yeah, 8 a.m. On the 9th. All right. Hell of letter, belt, pouch, two buttons. Sorry, this is important. Um, When you wake up in the morning, in addition. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, However, <laughs> uh, actually, this is only affects Onweir, but uh, since Onweir is technically with you, Onweir's um, uh, increased strength goes away. Oh, is that why no. my wisdom comes back? Uh, no, your uh, your penalty is still there, and Avaricious, when you I- wake up, your Ibis is Ibi? still still following you around. Oh, Ibi. I missed you. I did. I what? Yours was the last face that I saw flash through before my eyes. Dang it, As man. the darkness okay. fell. Okay, the creepy sorry. eyeless right, face. So almost. Forgot. I'm gonna materialize. I turn. I turn green. I float through the crack. Um, I don't know how long I'm gonna float around, but uh, stay close to the symbol. I'm just gonna, yeah. I guess I'll just stay close to yeah, the, the statues. Don't statue. don't notice you. Yeah. Right, and mm-hmm. so. He, I've pushed the onk that's lying right there. I'm I'm right next to it, floating, yeah. trying to not blow away. And what's the plan? And then I'll just you're just waiting I'm to gonna, reform. Um, how high is the ceiling? Uh, that's a good question. What? Why? Well, I maybe mean, I'll float <laughs> up. Maybe I'll go up and look around on the ceiling. We'll tap dance on the ceiling. Uh, is fall, stars on the ceiling, or so this is the one uh, that had this cerulean, cerulean blue ceiling with studded with gold yeah. stars. Um, yeah, I'll float up there and get a get a yeah. good look if I have eyes. Nothing, uh, nothing particularly except for the painting itself is quite beautiful. Um, yeah, what stands out, of course, is that the um, eyes of the ibis headed men statues are bright, yeah. sparkling sapphires. And no, no, you can get up real close and see those. Not to pry those out, but can my misty fingers get behind it and and feel around inside the brain of the statue or anything <laughs> like that? No, a little intrusive. Uh, you can get you can get in the seams. Yeah, I mean you're a gas, right? You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's going to wear off while you're in there. Oh, I don't know how long it lasts. I'll float back down. I float think. Back down. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll float around the room a little bit if there's in that area of the Ankh and look. Okay, so crack. you're just you're just waiting it out, right? I I don't know. I don't want to get trapped without the Ankh. Yeah. I got it. So you're 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 hanging out right by the Ankh. Yeah. And you're gonna wait. Okay. So as soon you, as I it, it so it, I pick it up. Yeah, I got it. I got it. So um, you guys wait a long time as you're oh. just kind of watching. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh. Uh, so after nine turns, these Louise, an hour and a half. I got to sit around like this. Yeah, I mean, you're a gas. You you're having a great time because you've been uh, nothing but like it. Everyone else is extremely bored behind you, just watching Playing watch. rock paper scissors. Yeah. 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 They're like they're interested because they've never seen anything like this. Um, but um, all, all, all we have is rock and. Uh, be- before that happens, what are the two yellow circles on our map? The torches. torches. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yes. So, um, after an hour and a half, so at 9.30 in the morning, Mort, you pop back into existence, and you are butt naked. Butt naked. <laughs> I'm going to pick up the... Goblin. I'm pick up the Ankh, and I'm going to do a little dance. Right. You know? <laughs> okay, so, like, there's a moment. There's, like, a brief second where the, um, where the, the statues both sort of, like... <laughs> 
and then you pick it up and they go right um and they uh they uh they, oh actually you know what they pick they it step up forward, right? yeah they would they step, step forward i'm sorry middle, yeah right? i forgot yeah so they 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 step forward and then they immediately like just like step to the side you know to form that all right so way. i'll uh i'll stand there until some other people with an ankh come out so that we don't get trapped and then i'm going to go in there and i'm going to hide the noblin Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But uh, I am going to do a little, you know, a little dance, slap my own butt, you know, and waggle it around and just generally scandalize everybody. Oh, okay, cool. Me. So you're doing the bags basically the same trick that you did the last time, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to get everybody out, but you're going east now to the spiral staircase. Maybe Correct. maybe the yeah. last uh, last person you want to poke the yes. if you can poke the eyes to close that door. That's what I was going to suggest as well. That's fine. So you do that. Um, I'm going to say that it takes another um, two turns, I think, is sufficient. Okay. Right. Well, we don't need any torchlight just this second because of the ever-burning ones. Correct. Right. In the room. Yes. Do those and come off the wall? Yes. Yeah, yeah we can we steal, take those off the wall? Or uh, just steal one? Even just one of them? Yeah, the one right there. We just like, yoink! So, yeah, when you After attempt to take it out, it actually... It seems like it's just sort of set in a sconce, but when you try to move it, it doesn't allow you to take it. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. Sorry. Um, now, yeah. there's enough torchlight there that it does extend into the room with the staircase, um, but you will need one once you go down. Yep. And remember that down. the staircase does not go up. It only goes down. Right. Okay, so are we doing a, a torches or lantern at this point? Uh, I only have torches. If I, we have, have I, another... I have uh, one flask of oil we can use to refill the... And I have three torches as well. So should we just start with the lantern? Start with, start the, lantern. with the lantern. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, we'll mark off my oil flask. Uh, who's carrying the lantern? Um, let's see. Not Sam, because she's got a rancer with two hands. Not Yost, because he's got a two-handed sword. Now each of those guys can like they can. Uh, well, okay, yeah, because they're also carrying she... treasure. Yeah. Anybody? Um, and Mort's got a two-handed sack, right? So. Right. Um, I, I, I will, I will put my hand axe in my belt and hold a torch and then I've got my lantern. shield in my other hand. Or hold, hold the lantern. Oh Not yes, lantern, right. Okay. Okay. So, so Gorin has the lantern. Yes. Gorin has and the a, lantern. Okay. And a small sack. Is that right? Uh, all my treasure is in my backpack because I okay. have okay. four slots available now that the food is gone. Well, you've got a shield in the other hand. And to be clear, Tresty is carrying a large sack because she can't cast yeah. spells. Um, right. Your, your two warriors, though, Yost and Sam, are um, they're they're wielding two-handed weapons. Right. Uh, oh, Nyal as well. I keep forgetting about Nyal. So yeah. Nyal wants to hold his both of his his battle axe in both hands. Right. So he's only using his backpack. However, Yost and Sam um, have two-handed weapons, but they're just shouldering them, and they're having a they have a sack on the Got other it. shoulder, Got right? It. Small sack. Okay. So but, when we get into combat, that treasure is getting dropped. Correct. Got it. Right. Yeah. But Gorin has a shield, right? A shield and the lantern. Yeah. So maybe right. we pack that platinum in in my uh, in my backpack, right? We, well, we have yeah. We're gonna sort it. Yeah. Sure. We fine. can sort it out on Discord. But Sam yeah, also sure. has a shield, but she's got it strapped to her back. Nyal is actually carrying it. Uh, it has a shield strapped to his back as well. Okay. So they're both not using it. Okay. So um, now the staircase, right? Is um, right. It's, it's a granite staircase, um, and it is uh, circular. So it's spiral. It goes down, down, down. Now there are numerous. Um, 
cobwebs and the strings of cobwebs. Yost sort of remembers this as well. Um, and uh, let's see. So it goes down. Now you 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 circle down this spiral staircase for about uh, what is that? That would be about sixty five feet or so. You're still going down, and halfway down, you actually see something that is sort of uh, like some sort of container that's sort of spread out on one of the steps, like before you at the edge of your lantern light. Container that's spread out across the you just, steps. You just see something like it's just normal stairs with cobwebs, right? But then you see some sort of bulky object like in the middle of the stairs. Like, so like, like a, a chest? 30, 30 feet down, yeah. Like a, like a backpack or Maybe. a sack? Yeah, it looks like that, yeah. Who's who's in front? Actually, this is a narrow staircase, right? Yeah, it would be it would be Gorn, right? Because oh, he's got the light. light. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, Gorn, it's your call. All right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep moving down, but very quietly, mm-hmm. until I'm maybe about 15 feet away from it. Did okay. you Throw something. Let's see at if it? I can. Yeah. So you you see that it is uh, it appears to be like an abandoned back uh, abandoned backpack. All right. Uh, have Sam here? come up with the ran sewer and give it a little poke. Give it a poke. Okay. I got a ten foot pole. Sweet. Uh, sure. Mort will do it. Yeah, I'll just I'm right behind him. I'll poke it with my pole. Okay. I'll stay way in the back. Yeah, I'll put you, my sack there, down to it, do that. It hits but... it hits something hard in there, and you can also hear um you can hear a couple of coins jingling as well. Okay. All right. Shall I? Yeah, let's check All it right. out. I'll go up and uh Open the pack flap with the pole if I can and uh, poke around in there. Okay. So when you do so, um, Yost kind of appears. He's like, like, oh my goodness. I think this is one of the packs of one of my companions. I think Dalton himself may have been carrying this. I wonder why he abandoned it. Uh Oh. Okay. So I'll. uh, Sorry, go ahead, Av. I was just going to look up above. Is there anything above that that, like, Nope. Maybe had come down. Okay. Nope. It's, it's <laughs> like where you came, where you came down. Um, any so. any gore or splash marks or anything like that? What? No. Okay. All right. Mort will go up and uh, oh, three. Okay. So inside, you, you see that there are um, there are ten iron spikes. I can't remember how much takes up a bundle. Um, there are three torches. Ooh. Two flasks of oil. Sweet. Yes. That's the good shit. <laughs> um, and there is a uh, a small leather pouch, and that pouch um, is like made out of like like a fawn's skin, like a like a deer fawn, right? Like like very light yeah. colored, almost the same color as um, Goran's delightful boots. Yeah. Ooh. Now that I've been wearing those for a while, John, do they give me any kind of insight into what they do? No, nothing. Nothing has changed since you put those on. Um. So I'll open the pouch and look in. Okay, inside you see that there are some coins. Uh, there are 26, strangely enough, of three different types of coins. 26 of each. Um, and there are 26 silver, 26 electrum, and 26 gold. Oh, this is one of those ever full purses or something. Oh, 
So, and this is a, a belt pouch, right? So you could strap this on as an equipped item if you have the slot. Um, like that's that's what yeah. I did with the yeah, Onyx. basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You could you could throw the whole pouch into your backpack too, of course. Right um, now, um, it, I should be clear, Mort, that it, like you have not, you didn't empty the whole thing out. You just sort of looked in there and you were able to assess that's what was in it. Uh, well, I'll go ahead and empty it out. Oh. Okay, and make, make sure that's. Is that everything? That is everything, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so I've got uh, currently one slot available in my backpack without dropping um, to a lower encumbrance rate. Uh, but what are we all moving at right now? Are we all at 120, or are we at 90? I'm at uh, 120. I'm at 90. It should be 90, yeah. Okay, so I can go ahead and take everything out of the pack and put it in my pack and and my i can you know put the belt pouch on my belt and we can keep moving without changing our encumbrance rate okay Warren, can you give me two if you give me two things i have two slots now i can can you get back up to 90 if you give me, me two things, would be 90 i'd be in 90 I, i'm at 120 right i thought now. I, oh you're at 120 i thought i'm at 120 no i'm at 120 as well oh so get, but, can you can you get to ninety again if you give me if you give me a oh no 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 you don't want to get to ninety that's right I'm at ninety that's yeah good. I'm at one twenty you're the slow one <laughs> I'm the slow one you're the slow one <laughs> you're the guy that we outrun um I'm worth so, it. but yeah I'll take the oil and the spikes ten is that one slot for ten spikes John uh I can't remember exactly. We'll, we'll and that, that seems back. weird that a uh, tinder box is one slot and 10 iron spikes is one slot. That seems, you know, you tie them up together. That right. I don't think it's 10, but it's, I think it might be like three or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. There are 12 in a bundle. So 12 iron spikes take cost one. Yeah, that's one slot. They don't have to be big spikes to be effective. Um, and then I'll go ahead and take the torches as well. Okay. I feel a lot better now with more torches and more oil. Continuing on down the stairs, yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, is there anybody who of of the NPCs who does not have a backpack? Uh, no, I think they all have backpacks. Yes. Okay, then we just leave it. Yeah. A question about the staircase, John. Is it the kind of staircase where there's like a well in the middle of it that you can see all the way down? Yes. Or is it just kind of like? Well, uh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's a circular one, so there would be like a pillar right down the middle, right? Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So oh, look where we are. Uh, there we go. <laughs> oh, I can taste it. <laughs> you remember this map, don't we? Okay. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen this. All right, ah. so... All right, of course, so, we don't know exactly where we're going to appear on this level. No, we? exactly. So this is the good thing about Albert 2.0 is that we're yeah. going to have you just map. I'm going to pick a random spot for you to sort of go because even I can't assess that, right? right? And, and then, then what you can do is you can select all that and you can just drag it and connect it, which would be nice. Yep. Okay. So I should probably start, what, in the lower light right-hand corner? Uh, nope. Really? Way off. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> You're way off. I need you to start up in the... Um, uh, actually, I'll kind of give you a general. Let's get you. It's got to be up in the upper right hand somewhere. God, Correct. your mapping skills have gotten so much better since we were on this map last. The okay. tool changed. I, I yeah, you, you, see, you see the point where I'm circling? 
Yeah. So, around yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. The stairs come out, what, okay. another 10 so now you're, you, They come out and they empty out onto a flat 20 foot by 20 foot chamber. And they're right in the middle of them. Okay. There uh, is a. Wait, something's weird here. Oh. A 20 foot by 20 foot chamber. Um, what in the heck? What's the matter? Oh, Albert's just is acting squirrely on me, uh, but right. I fixed it. I'm moving on. All right. So 20 foot by 20 foot chamber, there is a passageway that leads directly south from the southwestern end of the room for 20 feet before it hits a door. A good old fashioned plain wooden door with iron banding and you could never be so happy to see such a normal thing <laughs> in your life. <laughs> Something like uh, something like that. You got it. That's so okay. beautiful. Okay. Okay. And in the center here is the staircase of this twenty by twenty room. Correct. I would like to listen at the door. Um, I would say let's see also as well. So sixty five. So okay. So I should say um, you the entire height of the entire staircase climb was one hundred and twenty five feet. All right. All right. Let's so see. I'm going to say a turn went by. Uh, let's see, 120. So I'm going to say a, a turn went by um, getting to the backpack, a turn went by discussing the backpack's contents, and another turn went by getting down to here. Okay. Okay. It is now 1030 in the morning. It's a fine time to be. The only light is your own light now. Okay. Do you move through the door? I listen at the door. I'll take a turn. I listen at the door. Okay. You do not hear anything. I will try the door. It opens into a corridor that heads directly west beyond the edge of your lantern light. Okay, directly it does to not go east. It, it directly to your uh, to your left, which is to the east. There is another door. Hmm. Um, huh. Directly there. Now there is a. Um, you can feel that there is you immediately sense that there is some sort of uh, heat coming from beyond that eastern door and you can see that there is flickering light coming from the base of the door okay now okay. there is a pass now there uh, directly in front of you there is also a corridor that continues to the south that also goes oh. beyond the edge of your torch light oh your lantern light i'm sorry corridor goes south yes Okay, hold the phone. We'll just fix that. Doo, doo, doo. So something like this. Yes. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. Now, okay. heading west uh, from where you're standing, after um, after twenty feet, there is a corridor that goes to the north as well. After twenty feet, yeah. At at I don't I don't know how to describe that, but at twenty feet, at at twenty feet, yeah. Sorry, Ted. Okay, so Yost, you've been here before. Yes. Now, when Yost told you this, um, this actually does match up with what he said. He said at the very last point of his travels, right? Um, they, he said they were confronted with two doors. Um, and they opened the northern door. We opened the northern door, and we found a spiral staircase leading up. Okay. Okay. So you don't know what's behind the hot flickering door. With no idea. 
we kind of chose blindly. We just didn't like the heat and decided to go north. We saw yeah, the staircase yeah, yeah. and there we went. That was that. I think that's that it probably, yeah, probably wise. It seems like it's fire. Well, Dalton is a wise man. Yes. I would follow him yeah. anywhere. Well, I better guess. not say that because he might not be wrong. <laughs> well, we came, we came from the, uh, from the west. Came from, up from the west. Came up from a, from a passageway from the south. But not the one in front of us. We never went down there. So, so we need to go west, west and west. south, not yes. south. Okay. West and south. If you want to backtrack the way we came. Uh, I think that's the smart money. Yeah, you are alive, so yes. Well, there are many chambers around here that we never went into. That is okay. <laughs> I'm fine with those remaining a mystery for now. So, yeah, uh, Mort will say, uh, oh, well, yeah, we often go to empty chambers. What do you think, Onwear? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> okay, we're not going in. <laughs> That's my favorite conversation with Onwear in like five right. episodes. This is why I miss David. This is why I miss David because you guys, there's no, there's no YOLOing. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, dude. We YOLO the <laughs> shit out of the octagon. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, I stuck a corpse in a containment unit. That's, <laughs> I thought that's pretty good. But not Avaricios. I, <laughs> I almost became a corpse in a <laughs> containment unit. <laughs> okay. All right. I want to follow Gorand with his lantern as he goes west. Yes. Okay. West, you go. Or do you want me to go first with the 10-foot pole and tapping and poking as we go along? No, no. I'll go I first. I have, I have nine whole hit points. I'm feeling right. frisky. Yeah, you go first. Duh. Okay, so uh, yes, you start heading down. Um, you can see as you look to your right down that passageway that it only goes on for it only goes up for ten feet before opening up into a larger chamber. And you can see as you kind of peer your lantern in there that there is um, some interesting stuff in there. There are frescoes on the walls. There appears to be you can easily see that there is a, cl a cloak rack on the eastern wall. Um, there is a uh, a writing desk and an oak chest in there. There is a right in the middle of the room. There is an urn sitting on top of a stone pedestal. All sorts of weird stuff. We got to go check that out, guys. <laughs> Without even asking him, John, I veer up towards the north. Uh, and ju <laughs> just, just to give you a decision, um, there uh, the the passageway continues on. Okay, yeah. so if you're standing right at that passageway, yeah, to the right, north. Yeah. Okay, uh -huh. um, after. Uh, at, at 20 feet beyond that, hope I said that right, Ted, there is um, another passageway that leads south. That is what Yost said you came up from. Okay. Like, oh, like that right there? Uh, correct, yes. Now, uh, let me the just double check. Yost west? Hmm? Does the corridor continue west? It does, it continues west, yes. Okay. Um, now, Yost told you that. Um, if you, he's like, yes. So now, if you go down there, there is the circular chamber with the fountain where, uh, but people heal wounds. I can't, I want to go I can't remember there. her name, but she drank from it and it was delicious. Uh, I gotta, I'll be right back. I just, I gotta go. Sure, right sure. Okay. All, right. all right. Uh, yeah, let's quit. Uh, Ted's gone. I know. Let's go drink. <laughs> okay. So, are you going into that, into the northern room there? Oh, yeah. I don't, no, oh, wait, let's, we drink, we drink first. If, if, if anything happens up at one hit point, I'm dead. I'm out again. Fine. Can you heal first <laughs> and then go look at it? All right. So you're, you continue on and you head south. Okay. 
Um, the pool, the delicious pool. You want to take over, Matt, for mapping? Uh, sure. Okay, so it goes down for 20 feet. Before You'll notice, everyone, that they don't ask me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Being computers, man, we're like this close. No, for, for real, though, Mike, if you want to give it a go, it's actually not that bad. Oh, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I like um, to sit here and just ride everyone's coattails. <laughs> so it goes down for 20 feet, Matt, and before it opens up into a circular chamber that is approximately, um, well, it's exactly, actually, uh, 30 feet diameter. Okay. The corridor continues on from the southern end of that circular chamber. And it also, uh, uh, there is a passageway that leads off from the uh, western side. Okay. Just doing those first circles. Yeah. Now, Yost, he's like, ah, yes, that's it. That's the fountain. And look, that passageway to the west, that is where I came from. I do not know what was in the south. We never went down there. I think there might be a door. I kind of remember a door. Yes, there's a door. I see it now. Huh. Now, in the um, in this room, there it is. Uh, actually, as you approached it, it was brightly lit, and there's a continual huh. light spell kind of hanging in the air. Yeah. Right? In the middle, there is a five foot diameter, but an approximately three foot tall basin, right in the middle. Um, in the center of that, there is a crouching baboon made of marble you clear liquid is pouring <laughs> from its mouth okay into the basin well, I, okay I, I, go I, drink I'm, it i'm so uh, so thirsty helga helga drank from it and she was she was wounded from the poison spears and she was healed of your injuries look how delicious it is. oh yeah I, I i go and i i i stick my my head in and i start just drinking as much as i can I stick my, my stump in, swirl it around. Okay. Ew. Okay. We Everybody, you can drink that. after. It's okay. We drink after that too, dude. <laughs> Everybody, right. yes, I need you to make me a D20 roll, please. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh you failed the first rule of old school play. Never roll dice. <laughs> oh, this, I'm gonna, C17. 17. 17. Really good. Oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Look at John's face. He's so my other hand, my other hand so falls good. off. Give my me a sec. John's so so happy right now. So psyched. Hold on. Uh David's not here. Somebody's gotta just stick their hand. You're a centaur. Hold on. I gotta find it. Uh, <laughs> Where is it? Okay. I can't um, even do this. Where, where, what's going on in the room right now? Um, everyone's okay. watching. There's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, uh, you, you drink from the fountain, um, and uh -huh. it doesn't, it's, it's very pleasant. It tastes like, like crystal cold water to you, right? So it goes down and it automatically awesome. feels like rejuvenating. You do not heal any hit points. However, your vision clarifies to a razor sharp point where everything is in hyper focus. Right. Um, okay. And you can see everything very, very clearly. Crew seeing. But nothing, uh, nothing. It's just like everything's like just like has like very sharp edges and everything like that. Right. Like you have perfect vision. Huh. I'd kill for that. Well, I... <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. well, you, you guys, you guys huh. look like shit, but I can see, I can see it really well. Thanks, Thanks a lot. The, the fountain of LASIK surgery. <laughs> Sweet. 
I'm gonna, John. I, I don't. I'm gonna YOLO this shit because I mean, honestly, that's the worst gonna happen. I'm gonna drink it from it too. Okay, the same effect comes over you. Oh, huh. interesting. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if it's based on the hour of the day or the day of the month or something like that. What do? You, how do you feel? Do you feel better? No, no, no I don't feel. But you've been growing hair right here, like three uh, <laughs> things over from your. I don't understand. There must be some sort of different effect this time around. Did you change anything in the room? Did you move the statue or? Oh, no, just drank from it. Helga just drank from it. That was it. Everybody, everybody, you should drink from it now. It's really good for your eyes. It doesn't uh, help you very much. I will much. try. And he scoops up some water. And like all the, then y'all, he's like, I'm here. I as well. Can't, uh, can't deny water while, you, while it's here. So I'll take yeah, it. I, I, I refill my uh, water. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So everyone it's takes definitely. Okay. Everyone cool. Okay, so, uh, yeah, passageway to the west and a passageway to the south. Um, this is... Um, Wait, west do you want to go up and check out the furniture room? Let's go back oh, up and check oh, out the furniture room. the objection that he only has one hit point and he didn't want to go in there with only one hit point? Is that the... I mean, you, you guys can go in. I mean, there's more chances, more chances for something to come out and eat us. What do you do? Does Ross have an opinion as to why he didn't go in that room? We just didn't. It was, we just, it was so many options. It's just we saw the doors at the end, and we decided to check them out. Once we've got really this, good vision now. Maybe we should go in there. That's uh, what I was thinking. Okay, let's go in and take a look. All right, fresco room. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give you the description of the room, and then we're gonna have to end it for the night. Okay. Yes. All right. So it goes. It goes on for ten feet. It goes. There's a corridor for ten feet, and then it opens up into a rectangular chamber that is. Um, uh, 20 feet east to west and 30 feet north to south. You are coming in directly in the southeastern end of the southern wall. Um, okay. So how, how far was it uh, north to south? 30. 30? Yep. So it should be like that. You got it. Yep. Now, okay. uh, so the chamber on the... Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Um. There are frescoes all along the walls. There is a cloak rack that has three cloaks on it on the eastern wall. Okay, there is one fine blue wool cloak, uh, a simple black linen cloak, and a ratty patch cloak of many colors. Right. Um, there is on the western wall. There is a small weapon rack, weapons rack, and there are on that small weapons rack are six fine but very wicked looking daggers some of them curvy some of them have gold handles and some of them are even bejeweled right in the I northwestern want... corner there is a writing desk there is a gold apple sitting atop that writing desk and there is a silver what appears to be like a letter opener that is lying on top as well and there are three um notes like three pieces of parchment on top of that desk. Okay. Can we go um, read the parchment? At, at the desk's side, there is an oaken chest. And Sweet. there in the center of the room, there is a stone pedestal. So everything else looks kind of like a, like a chamber to work and stuff like that. But then there's like this weird stone pedestal that right in the center. And um, on top of that, there is a capped urn. Right. Yeah, don't open that. Now, nope. on, the, on the northern on the northern wall is enormous uh, enormous fresco 
of a um, of a short, pudgy man with ginger hair in a pudding bowl style, like a page boy sort of cut, right? Um, with green eyes and a single red eye patch. So a green eye, I should say, in a, in a red eye patch. Um, he's wearing a green cap and a patched cloak of many colors, carrying a sack over his shoulder with a dagger at his side. Okay, that's on the northern wall. The other walls um, are featuring scenes that seem to be featuring this person. Okay, there on one of them, there is um, this person is producing a chicken from a sack so uh, to distract wolves. And another one, he's using his cloak as a quilt to conceal himself from an angry husband. And another one, he is uh, spiking four apples on his dagger while distracting an innkeeper with a card trick. And the last one, he is, looks like he's absconding from a, uh, from a castle of, uh, uh, from a wizard's castle uh, with that wizard's spell book in his sack. Ooh. All right. Now, all of these this things, my hero. when you guys see this guy, um, it, they, all, they ring a bell to everyone except for probably Gorant. All right. But more ah. Avaricios and Onweir and like all of the NPCs all recognize this as depictions of the famed um, mythic legendary hero, the story of many a tale told by a fireside of the famed Laryl One-Eye, who was a, a sort of a, a trickster hero of, of uh, you know, he's just well regarded by everyone as sort of like a Robin Hood, sort of like a ne'er-do-well. Yes, Ted. Did we see him upstairs in the Hall of Heroes? Uh, you did. Actually, oh. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely one of them, but it was just like one amongst many. Yeah, but when you see these depictions of them, and then you see these actual items in the room, and there's this capped urn right in the center. Oh, right. this is this is his uh, in that make, urn. Makes you wonder how many of those other heroes might be around. Now, this is a, this is like a hero that has achieved like legendary mythic status, right? So, like, you, yeah. you don't even know if any of these uh, escapades were based in fact. They're just kind of tales that everyone sort of told. But they are right. told, like, empire-wide. Right. Okay. Like Robin Hood kind of thing. And now, in, like, this sort of random place in the middle of Ardenbool, the middle of, like, what appear to be Thoth's precincts, right, there's this weird thing to him here in this room. Right. And John, did, did everybody drink out of the fountains or are we all seeing this the yeah, same way? Everyone drank out of it. Yeah. So let me actually give me one second. Um, yeah. I guess, I guess Ibby did not. Ibby oh, Ibby. probably. Yeah. He's a, he's a good boy, you know, he's by your side, no matter what. What a guy. I could, I could tell while I was out, you guys didn't do anything, but he was like, you know, touching my forehead, checking me the whole night. Okay, so... He, he tried with, to hatch you. Everyone can sense <laughs> at this, this is where we're going to have to leave it. Everyone can sense that, um, that there is, and, and you don't realize why you know it, but everyone can attributes it. You do know that it's because of like this enhanced sight that you have, right? As you can see that on, um, that on the cloak, hold on, 
Okay, so the patch cloak, the one that you, so there's three cloaks, but the patch cloak, the one that you actually saw depicted that Lero, that, that Lero was wearing, on that, on that cloak, on um, the letter opener on top of the desk and the uh, sack. Let's see. There's a sack? No, no, sorry. Yes. Not, not a sack, sorry. So the cloak, the patch cloak and the letter opener on the desk, there is some sort of effect that is making them appear uh, non-magical. But when, oh, in fact, ooh. you can actually tell that they have deep, strong magic in them. And that uh -huh. is a result of your sight. Like, everyone picks up on it at the same second. Like, the moment you walk in the room and you kind of take everything in, everyone's eyes are drawn to those two items immediately. Like, someone is trying to hide something here. And those, uh -huh. things, are not, those things are not what they seem. Right? Uh -huh. True seeing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So... I'll let you explore the the chamber of Laryl One Eye uh, next time, or maybe you're just going to beat ass out of here if you can. Um, no, we're definitely going to. If, if David's back with you, you know David's going to be spending some time. Yeah, we know. We're gonna be <laughs> he's going to wear that patch cloak. No one's going to pry it away from him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, an ugly patch cloak. He's going to be all over it. All over it. Yeah. His pharaoh hat. He'd be the weirdest looking man in the whole valley. It would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. Good. Uh, good session, guys. You guys did a lot of exploring. Woohoo! Yeah. Woo and you're you're closer closer to the exit. Oh, and still alive. Yeah. So good stuff. Sweet. All right. All right, guys. That was great. Uh, once again, you know the deal. You've been watching 3D6 down the line. Please do not forget to like and subscribe. Please to pass the word on to all of your friends and family and have them subscribe as well. That'd be awesome. Um, in the meantime, have a great week. And we will see you next time around. Have a great night every week, everybody. Bye, everyone. Later. Bye, Bye, everyone. Thank you, John. Bye, everybody. Thanks, John.